This week in Nintendo Maine, Nintendo got a new president, and let's talk some old Nintendo cartoons. Well, excuse me, princess. Hey, paisanos, it's the Nintendo Maine podcast. Nintendo Main episode 118. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, the richest Koopa that's ever cooped, Johnson. I'm Jeremy, miserable Manicotti Mikowski. Ooh, so miserable. I'm John, the game master knitter. <laughs> yeah, Captain, well Captain John, the game man. master. And his weird dog with a, with a bandana, the bandana dog. So yeah, mm-hmm. with, uh, for this episode's topic, of course, we're going to talk about three of those old Nintendo cartoons that maybe you saw maybe you didn't uh super mario brothers super show the zelda show and the uh captain and the game master which will be on the second part of our show but let's start off like we normally do and talk about what we bought or what we've been playing for the week what do you guys got i can go first because my list is pretty short all i did i bought lightfall for 15 that game's really cool actually i enjoyed it it's uh i got i think i got halfway through but i haven't had time to beat i wanted to beat it but there was other stuff i've been working on so i wasn't able to get through it i was hoping to beat it before the show but it's definitely worth it. It's a lot of fun for $15. It, it plays really well. It reminds me a lot of, uh, what do you call it, uh, Celeste? Reminds me of Celeste, but it's not as, like, I don't know. Some parts aren't as forgiving, and some parts are harder, I guess. Or, like, some parts are easier, I would say. But it's, like, the same sort of thing. Like, super tight platforming. And you basically get to create your own, like, uh, pedestals to stand on while you're jumping. And you can do it, like, do it, like, two or three times while you're jumping. So there's, like, bosses where, like, you can't touch the ground, where you get to jump around and hit stuff and... And you can only have so many up at a time. So it's cool. It's If you like like interesting indie uh, platformers, I say definitely check it out. I mean, that was my recommendation of the week last week because I couldn't get South Park. So that was uh, <laughs> the one that I ended up getting. But it's a good game. And I also, uh, completely unrelated to, to uh, video games, but I became a Patreon for uh, Talking Simpsons. So that's cool. I got a whole bunch of extra shows to listen to. So I made the plunge. Nice. made the plunge on that. So so Jeremy and I together support Retronauts individually. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we both support Bob Mackey, so... Well, you support Jeremy Parrish, though, because I think Retronauts is just him. Yeah. Which, uh, speaking of stuff, uh, I mean, this is news, but I just want to say it early. Oh, I'll say it early before we actually get to the news, but our frothing demand has increased. Did you hear that? Really? Yeah, Ikaruga is coming to uh, the Switch at the end of May. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. I did see that. that. Yeah. And it's cheap. And it's 15 bucks, yeah, which is badass, because it's like probably $50 for GameCube. Even if you try to buy it used now, so that's badass. I'll totally buy that. But what I was getting at is, I tweeted at Jeremy Parrish because Jeremy Parrish has a uh, he's been working on a vertical hand grip thing for the Switch, so you can play it vertical. Right. And I tweeted at him. I was like, uh, "Hey, Jeremy Parrish, do you think you'll have it done by the time this game comes out?" <laughs> the uh, 
Ikaruga because Ikaruga is awesome, and I really want to play it handheld like that, you know, on the vertical. So I never got to play it vertical on the TV, let alone. Yeah, neither did I. Well, I remember to... there being an article. I think it was on IGN where they actually yeah. took a TV and turn turn it on its side to play it. Yeah, because you can or actually. It might, it might have been a computer monitor, but yeah, they did yeah. it sideways screen. Yeah, because you can actually do that. You can actually put it in sideways, and if you if you can flip your TV, <laughs> you can, you know. But that wasn't really HD TV time. Like a lot of people didn't have HD TVs, but it'd probably be easier to flip an HD TV, obviously, than a tube TV. But yeah, Ikaruga coming out at the end of the month. I'm super excited about that. That's nice. That just I did. It dropped on Twitter, I think, like this week. I saw it. Uh, the girl who wrote the soundtrack for Celeste, I saw it. I saw it on her uh, tweet. She tweeted about it. Nice. Was that game ever on anything besides the GameCube? Yeah, I- Ikaruga. I think it was re-released on Xbox Live, wasn't it? It was. It's been on a lot of stuff. Yeah, and and wasn't it on like Dreamcast before that too? And I saw. I think it started on Dreamcast. Yeah, because when I when I was looking for uh, when I was looking for the news for it, like the when it broke, uh, I found pictures of a Dreamcast version of Ikaruga. So. That might have been the original version. But yeah, no, it's a super cool uh, space fighter game. I'm probably going to put the song, one of the songs on the intro here, because I just put it, I, I just did a new WRT radio episode of a stage one music, and I did put the stage one music from Ikaruga in there just because I was so excited that Ikaruga was coming out again. And plus the soundtrack is awesome. So it's a, it's a badass song if you listen to it on WRT radio and, and begin to get the game. But yeah, that's my... Uh, that's my purchase for the week. I haven't gotten either of those uh, weird arcade classics that ended up coming out early, like a 10-yard fight. Yeah, there was or, another uh, Johnny Arcade classic, right? Yeah, that comes out tomorrow. That spy game, okay. I thought about getting that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the ones that normally come out on Thursdays came out today for some weird reason, like 10-yard fight and uh, that horse racing game that we talked about last week. Those are both out now, so yay, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, what did you did you guys get anything? Or you been playing anything cool? I didn't get anything new this week. I also did not buy anything new this week. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Dark Alliance, the game I bought for GameCube. It's oh, yeah, actually you, pretty fun. You finally got into that? I mean, I haven't gotten too deep into it, but I played fifteen or twenty minutes of it. But still, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of game. I'm not used to playing. And then uh, I kept working on. I've been playing Mario Kart Wii, the Wii version. Oh, ouch. Oh, we're going back to that. Okay. That game's fucking hard, man. man. It is hard, man. <laughs> that game, that I, mean, game's I, was, a bitch. I was getting my I was getting blue shells thrown at me on fifty CC like Yeah. You right, get hit by everything, right I feel like. Line. Yeah. Were you playing it with Mario or were you playing a uh, single player? I was playing single player just because I I basically just was playing all these discs that I haven't played over the past couple of weeks. Sure. These games I never actually played, I just bought, and that was one of them, so I've just been trying to unlock stuff in it mm-hmm. a little bit do you remember where it does have one of my favorite mario kart levels though maple treeway i love that level oh you like that yeah, one yeah i played that one too yeah where it's like yeah, has there's a weird some like that I, yeah. there, aren't, there aren't anything else has like the fiddle song and like you in like you go through the the one with like the leaf bunches right and there's like yep. stuff mm-hmm. in it and there's like the wiggler walking around too yeah that level is right, right. from uh mario Ga- uh yeah mario galaxy mm-hmm. I, I really like the um i always like the mall like that was one of my favorite levels from that where you can go up oh, the yeah, escalators cool too. and you can like uh and you can like drive through the parking lot and people are trying to parallel park the and mo- they hit you the mall was on the 3ds version no the mall was on the wii that was a wii that was the wii version but i think it but was, it was, like, it was also on, on the 3DS. 3ds version oh yeah no yeah. It, yeah. it was originally I, I was saying it was originally made for the wii game though yeah they probably did the uh the greatest hits version it might have been on seven. Do you remember where you ranked Mario Kart Wii when we did our Mario Kart rankings? I, I don't. I know that was uh, a long time ago, but uh, I probably put it kind of low because it's not really. My I favorite. think I, I think I put it really low because I didn't own it at mm-hmm. the time and yeah. I hadn't been able to re like go over it. But it was above the Game Boy one, I believe. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. The Game Boy one is pretty low, even though I think I liked it a little bit better last time I played it. But yeah, the the Wii one is hard. Like, I, remember- I don't know. I'd have to go listen because I feel like I'm changing history by mm-hmm. just going off the top of my head here. I, I, I don't think that <laughs> it's I okay ran, if you don't remember the Wii very high because I did not own it. But I know I put lots of hours into it and I got very close to beating 150. Or mm-hmm. Actually, I did beat 150, I think. I think I opened mirror mode, but I didn't get very far in that. I, I ended up unlocking everything on uh, on Mario Kart Wii, but uh, interesting story. My uh, my Wave Bird, the original Wave Bird that I had, the light doesn't work on it anymore. Like when you turn it on, it the light doesn't come on. You know why oh. that you know why that light doesn't come on anymore? Why Mario Kart Wii? That's why. Because I got really pissed and I spiked it, and that's and that and it ended up breaking the light on it. Oh, okay. So that's why uh, that's what happened to that. Wavebird, the original Wavebird. Oh. That's why it doesn't light up anymore. Was because Man, that, that's the Wavebird wasn't supposed to actually fly. Well, <laughs> I mean, Mario Kart Wii. It was one of those things where I was like, it was in first for the whole race, and I got hit by a blue shell like last second, and ended up in tenth. I was so fucking mad. So it was kind of one of those like uh, just reactions. Where back when I used to throw controllers, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, they're too expensive, and I can't afford to buy anymore. I think that was probably the last controller that I ever broke was that Wavebird one. And I didn't even break it. It just doesn't light up anymore. It still works. But yeah, I think that was the last one that ever got broken where I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. It's best to keep like a pillow next to you or something. You can just throw it into the pillow and then it won't hurt or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Take your rage out, but nothing gets broken, you know? Make sure your cats are in a different room. <laughs> well, don't throw it at your cats. No, I haven't. I mean, I haven't gotten don't mistake that. them for a pillow, right? Yeah, I don't think I've gotten that pissed about a game in a long time, so. I haven't <laughs> it's, either. It's, you know, all that, all that video game rage. Hasn't happened, even though I do think I almost raid quit, rage quit on a couple games. But well, you know, I wish I had a a Wii sometimes for reasons like I wish I could use the Wavebird because I've been playing with the uh, was it the pro is that what it's called the pro controller on the Wii or the classic yeah. controller? Yeah, the one uh, it was. I think it was originally. Yeah, I think it was originally the classic controller. But there's the also a classic controller the pro. It's got a little cord. Yeah, it was. But for- it works great for the. And I and I prefer it to the tilty method, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite as good as the Wavebird, I think, for controlling no, Mario Kart. Wavebird is the best way to play. But yeah, if you had switched all your stuff to the Wii U and you're not playing it straight off a of Wii, you kind of have to use you have to use a classic controller. Well, I mean, I have the disc, so I could play it on a Wii if I had a Wii. Oh yeah, you don't have a Wii. I forgot that. I do have a Wii, but it's not at my house. Okay, I loaned it to my to my mom. Oh, okay. They're pretty cheap. You can buy like ones as is for like fifteen bucks on eBay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I don't know if they'll work or not, but you can buy ones as is, like whether they work or not. I got mine for, I got my second Wii for thirty with no cords, and I thought that was pretty good. So it's not a not a bad price. That is pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. Mario Kart Wii had all the stuff. A, anyway. What a shitty, what a shitty game. Um, I would. I almost, I, I just realized that I'm almost done with Skies of Arcadia. Like, I'll probably be done with it in the next, like, couple playthroughs. Like, I was cool. looking at a strategy guide, and I'm real close to the end. It pretty much depends on how much of the, like, secret bosses and stuff that I want to do, because there's extra, like, bounties and other secrets that I can how go How many episodes find. have you done now? Uh, Well, there's 15 up, but I did, uh, and I did two more that I haven't posted yet. I did, I did two more. Between two and three hours each. Yeah, I did. I did two more episodes last uh, yesterday. I recorded two more uh, Skies of Arcadia stuff, but I'm almost wow. done. Like I was looking at a strategy thing online, and I think there's only because I have all of the I have all of the rocks or all the gems or whatever for it, and oh, the crystals. I have all, I have all the crystals except for the white one, which is on the moon, and I think the game ends on the moon. So 
And supposedly from what I looked online, that's pretty much it. So I just have like one more dungeon to go through and then there's some uh, boss stuff and I'm done. So I'm kind of pretty close. I could probably beat it in the next couple playthroughs. I might try to do it. I might try to beat it this Sunday. So, so that's cool. I'm almost, I'm almost done with Skies of Arcadia. I'm, I got like, uh, I got like 40 some hours in it, I think is what's on the safe. So, so I've been cranking away on that one. That'll be my first, uh, scratch off for my RPG list. I, I was thinking about, it. I was like, well, I should just wait till I beat that and then I'll buy like South Park and play through that after that. So that'll be my checklist thing. I'll be like, you got to beat this game before you can get to the other game. Yeah. That'll be it. That's what I've been so playing I did, on that. I guess I didn't buy it, but I did start playing a new game that's. I haven't mentioned the Ardu Boy in a while. I know I used to talk about it all the time, but um, yeah, you used to love Ardu Boy. What happened between you two? I mean, I still do. I still write <laughs> for the magazine and stuff, so that's still happening. But there is a big game that by the team that made a lot of my favorite games, Team ARG, and uh, they made this game called Ardu Venture, and they wanted to make it really cool. So they had a Kickstarter campaign where you could get a special edition Ardu Boy that was like black and gold mm-hmm. instead of this like Game Boy color, pretty much that I have. Yeah. And uh, you got that, and then it was preloaded with the game. And that's kind of how they helped fund the game to make it better. Well, just like all other Arduboy software, or just Arduino software in general, um, it was made free. So I got a hold of it, and I've been playing it the past couple of days, and it's kind of fun. I mean, for what it is, Mm -hmm. of course. But it is an RPG. It feels a lot like uh, Pokemon, the first Pokemon, blue or red. Sure. Except you don't collect any of the enemies you fight. And uh, I don't know what to think of it so far. It's super basic, but it does have leveling up. It has items. You can equip stuff, weapons and armor and mm-hmm. amulets and all this stuff. And I haven't gotten too far in it, but the only boss I fought, I just went into a room and, it, and there was a sign that said, warning boss in the chest that I open up a chest and it was the boss. So oh, yeah. I hope, th- I hope that Monster the other levels are more involved in that, but it's still kind of cool that on this little tiny thing to uh, be playing a full, fully fledged RPG, mm-hmm. even if it's like an NES era RPG. Now, can, can you not save on the Ardu boy or is that only the, the, big you can boy? save. You can. Okay. I was going to yeah, say has, like how long has is it? has on it, like a NES cartridge, okay. some, a similar kind of thing. But you can only save one game at a time. Is that how it works? I thought there was some sort of limitation to it in that regard. Yeah. I think you can only save one game. Um, supposedly. Well, yeah. Yeah. You can only save one game. Okay. So I have two of them so I could load it on two and, and do it that way. But. Oh, sure. It's free, though, so in case anybody listening has an Ardu Boy, it's free. And uh, there's, like, uh, bugs and stuff in it, I guess. I haven't run into any, but mm-hmm. they, plan, they plan on fixing those. But this is the version that everybody got preloaded. So they just wanted to start at the very beginning with the same version that everybody else has. Mm-hmm. So th- they're going to fix the bugs eventually. But so far, I'm, I'm at level 3, and I'm getting stronger, and I have a sword, and I have a, some armor, and... I can't beat the first boss yet, and I'm not strong enough. Is is do you get a party, or is it just one person? It's just one person, as far as I can tell. Oh wow, that's like the I think like the only one of the only few like turn based games that only had one person was like Dragon Quest One. It's really know, really bare bones. I know that was a big deal. Yeah, where it was that was but, the only one that didn't have it. Well, I mean, it was one of the first, and but it didn't have a party. You know, two was one the of first one big, of the party. One of its big uh, claims to fame is that it has a map bigger than Link's Awakening. Oh, okay. I don't know if there's as much detail crammed into into the map as there was in Link's Awakening, but mm-hmm. yeah, the overworld map's pretty big, and you can kind of go wherever you want at the beginning within with certain limitations. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's like cool. Like, you'll run into really hard enemies if you go too far or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so I take it there's a lot of grinding in it then, right? If you're saying that you can't beat that boss yet. As far as I can tell, there's a lot of grinding. Mm-hmm. It lets you save anywhere, which is cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a great thing to have. So you Especially can just pick it up and put it down whenever. So mm-hmm. I'm going to play through it, and I think they. I talked to the guy who runs the magazine today, right? You know, I chatted with him, and he, he said I could write a review for it if I want. So nice. do that, I think. What do you what do you think the hour limit is on? What do you think it's like twenty hours, thirty hours? Like to play through the whole thing? I have no clue. I I've purposefully not looked at anything about it, thinking I might have to write a review over it. Um, so I have no clue. But uh, so far it seems really bare bones, and mm-hmm. that's okay given the the platform. But I'll know more later. I just that's probably besides the a little bit of Baldur's Gate. That's really all I've played besides Mario Kart this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, some of the stuff on Mario Kart's pretty rough, like what you need to unlock. Like, I think there's, like, time... I think there's, like, a time trial stuff that you have to beat to get some of the characters. And I think yeah. uh, I think maybe it was Funky Kong was the one that I broke the controller over, because you have to get... I think some of you have to get a certain amount of stars, like, when you win. Like, like it, you know, it was the one of the first... Or, no, the DS one was the first time that they did that, but we get the rating on top of like whatever trophy you got. But some of the guys right. you have to get like two stars, three stars or whatever on like one of the hardest modes. And that was like that. It was like one of the hardest modes and probably like the hardest set of races. And I was like, uh, but yeah, hopefully you get everybody unlocked on there. Have you gotten, have you gotten the me at least? Can you play as yourself? I mean, I haven't played it, played that much and oh, okay. I didn't have a file on my Wii for this game. I had played it when it first came out on my roommate at the times Wii. So, mm-hmm. No, I have, like, nothing unlocked on it. Oh, okay. Because I think you get something, like, for every Grand Prix that you beat about. It seems like. like yeah, I've unlocked some to vehicle get. stuff, I think, yeah. so far. There's a lot of stuff to get. What I thought was really cool on that game, I'm sure I mentioned it in our Mario Kart episode, but whenever you play as a me, like, all of the pictures in the background that are pictures of Mario turn into your friends. They turn into other me's that you have. And I always thought that was really rad. Like, especially, like, if you go to the mall or whatever, and it's like, oh, hey, there's Jeremy over there. There's John on the wall or, you know, whatever. I thought that was neat. Like, they would actually alter they would actually alter the levels and turn all the char- all the Mario characters into Miis if you play as a Mii. So, like, there's a, there's a Luigi level where Luigi's dancing with Daisy, and their heads mm. get changed to Mii heads. It's amazing. So, like, Luigi, Luigi gets turned into a random male Mii that you have in a random, like, female Mii head. It's That's awesome. Cool. I, always thought that was so, I thought that was so cool. So it's like it's that attention to detail you get from Nintendo. Yeah, well, it's kind of like say you want you have Mario Kart, but you don't really care about the Mario family that much. You can play as your me, and then all of your and then all the levels turn into me levels and not Mario levels. So I thought that was a nice touch. You know, maybe that was why it ended up being the high, most highest selling Mario Kart game, right? Because I think that was the biggest one, right? Unless unless eight has beaten it with the Switch, I don't know. I feel I'm like pretty it, sure it didn't. Yeah, no, yeah, I think. The Wii one is is it's still, it's probably small still time higher than the Switch Pro uh, sales. Yeah, because that one's done really, really well. I know the Switch one has done well, but probably, but I felt like the the well, I'm Wii saying one between the like Switch the, and the Wii U, it probably still. I, I doubt it still even adds up to the Wii mm-hmm. install base. Yeah, and a lot of what didn't a lot of Wiis come with Mario Kart towards the end of its life? I don't know. They had a bundle. I'm pretty I'm, sure. I'm sure they had a Mario Kart bundle. Is uh, you've been playing anything else? Anything? No, that's really it for okay. the week. Um, yeah, nothing on the Switch really. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of taking a step back from the switch um i do want to get uh tropical freeze i plan on buying that oh yeah not this next week but the week after i'm gonna get it eventually but it's uh, it's out this friday yeah it's out on friday Friday. Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say it's out this week so i was hoping that one of you guys would get it so we could talk about it in some way 
next week. I mean, I already have it, so I already played through it and all that because I have it on Wii U. But I, I've seen uh, there's been some stuff on Twitter about uh, I don't know what website it was, but uh, some game review thing. They gave uh, the Wii version a six, and they gave the Switch version a nine. <laughs> there's like some uh, really people being pissed about that because it's like, hey, it's the same game. It's like, did Funky really like? Yeah, give it three extra three points. points yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like the review. Basically, what they say is bad, and what they say is good is like the same on both of them. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like platforming's too hard on the first one, and the second one is like platforming's really challenging and great. It's like what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember with Funky, you get three things. He's worth three points because he's a surfer, he can fly planes, and he's a mechanic. Oh, you get three stars for his hit points. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, you can for do what he uh, does. on uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns on on 3DS. You get an extra hit point also. So they okay. when when they re-released it, they gave you an extra star, which I beat that one as well, the 3DS one. So, but it's cool because they made it a little bit easier, I guess. Because all those games are hard, but you know what? That's part of it. Fucking buck up and take it. Is what I say about that shit. Fucking deal with it. Yeah, I like that. That's what sort of sets them apart from New Super Mario Brothers. Whereas mm. that is a little bit on the easier side. Sure. The Donkey Kong Country games, the new ones are are much more challenging. Yeah, but they're not. I didn't feel like they were challenging in unfair ways. Like I didn't break any not controllers. Not in unfair ways, it. no. Like, I didn't ever feel like, I mean, I know a lot of people bitched about the checkpoints and about how the bosses are really long, and I get that. Like, that's why I never beat the game. It's because the final boss takes a really long time to beat, and I just couldn't do it again after I would play it for a while and get beat. I was, you just get real discouraged to start over again. If you're, like, spending 15 minutes to, to just get to the spot, you keep losing. Yeah, exactly. It can kind of discourage you. But that doesn't mean I think the game's bad. I think it's a great game. And there's some really, really amazing levels in there. And there's a lot of cool rhythm that you have to do to get through some of them. And I re- and once you get it, it's really, really fun. But if you guys end up buying it, make sure and buy as many lives as you can out of the stores. Like, just go ahead and buy as 100 lives as much as you can, as soon as you can, because you'll need it. So that's oh, what I, I just did. load up on lives. Yeah, you can buy them. Like, there's a, I think it's even Funky Kong, like, has a store. And you can buy shit from him. The only thing I ever bought was lives. That's, like, that's all you really need. Like, you can buy some other stuff, like... Like like a invincibility for like a couple seconds or whatever. The only thing I ever got bought was lives, though. Just just get your lives up, and then it'll make it less bad. You won't have game overs and stuff. But people seem to like it. You know, it's getting it's getting decent reviews. So got that coming out. news then from there um there's been some notable stuff appearing on this eShop. so i almost dropped my switch the uh I, I, I don't think i mentioned it last week but uh both of the Mega Man games are up there now the uh Mega Man collections i don't know if you guys are interested in getting those at all but they're both i think i've got that twice before yeah so i was i, I was thinking no on my on my part but i might get the second one i don't know these are available for download now uh no no they have a uh, they have release dates they're all they're all may games so like Stuff I forgot to mention last week. Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 are slated for release May 22nd. Uh, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection is up for May 29th, same day as the uh, Ikaruga. Harvest Moon is on there with Light of Hope. That's up there for May 29th. Also, there's a Harvest Moon bundle 
Sushi Strikers up there for 608. And uh, we talked about Wolfenstein having a release date, but I've been seeing around the web a lot of people have been showing the price tag at $48. So that's cool. That's a weird price. It's a weird price, but I saw it on Walmart and Amazon. So, I mean, that's got to be like if you reserve it now, you can buy it for 48. So, I mean, that's cool. I, I like that better than 60. You know, I don't want to have to pay 60 for it. So, is that the same price as the Korg? Yeah. 48. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the Korg is a weird price, right? Yeah. You guys both bought that, right? Korg? <laughs> I bought two copies of it, right? Yeah. Let's see, we're on the same page. I bought a I want Korg two copies also. in case one of them fails. Yeah, I bought an actual Korg keyboard too to go with it because you know oh run runner three is on here now on the 22nd that was a game that we talked about was announced on a on a on like the very first indies thing at <laughs> the the very the very first indie direct had had the runner three on it that's this is before the switch was even out and now it finally got a release date so there you go was it raging justice no that's not the crazy justice one think no it's just another like a beat-em-up clone but yeah no that was the big thing that i wanted to mention that uh there's like three capcom games on there now so that's that's pretty dope Uh, it does warm my heart there's finally a football game which i never thought i'd say 10 yard fight you can get it for eight dollars get that shit man it's cheap 7.99 10 yard fight i do want to play it uh i'm just kind of out of money right now so but at some point i'll do a play of it and put it on youtube i am right there with you oh speaking of stuff that i was playing uh I put a, I put up the soundtrack to Labo, so if anybody's looking to find that rock and Labo music, you can find it on YouTube. I put them all up there because, believe it or not, nobody did that. So it was like uh, it was like the golf star story thing all over again, where like nobody had uploaded the soundtrack to that. So I put up the Labo soundtrack. Give it a listen. There's a bunch of finding you. you Trey. Are the people finding you like they did with the uh, golf story? Yeah, I've been getting a lot of views for it, and I've been getting uh, all these hilarious comments that are like. We waited years for this. <laughs> like, dude, it's only been out for like two weeks. But yeah, it's funny. And then, but then there's people who are like, "Do this song, put this song in there," and I'm like, "Okay, it's easier than the <laughs> golf story." And it hasn't completely ruined the game for me because actually doing the golf story soundtrack kind of ruined that game for me. Because I, I saw in golf story, people would be like, "All right, do the intense version of yeah putt six or whatever I on t- this course." Like, I, I tried so hard to do it, I never could. In the music. Well, they wanted the yeah, they wanted the um, eagle putt music because they said it was different. But I can never get there. I can never get to it to the eagle putt. I, I got many birdies, but not eagle putts. I mean, anytime I would eagle, I would chip it in. I wouldn't actually getting it to the green and getting an eagle putt is really hard to do. Yeah, getting an eagle is the easier chip, than the that. Chip an eagle is different. Yeah, no, I can get an eagle, but getting a putted in eagle is really difficult because you have to get to the. I mean, you got to get to the green in like one or two hits. Like it's really diff- ridiculous. I'd say two hits max on a, yeah. a five. Point. Oh yeah, no, it is. It's hard. There was one that I got really close at, but I just couldn't get it there. But it was just hearing the music over and over again, like listening to it and editing it and posting it and all that, kind of killed the game for me because every time I played it, I would hear this music that I kind of hated because I guess I could have muted it and put something else on. But what's after eagle? Is there a double eagle? There's got to be a yeah. There's a double eagle. eagle. I think I got that. I think I got that too, or just got that when we were playing two player. But once again, not putting. It was chip, chipping in. But uh, speaking of golf story, uh, Nintendo's new president likes golf story. Have you seen that? His uh, oh, the, he likes it. Oh, yeah. The last thing he said, they asked him like what what his like favorite new game was or something, and he said that he had been playing Golf Story, so he did mention. Oh, it. that's a fantastic game! Yeah. You but, know, have you guys heard of this Golf Story? Game? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Nintendo got a new president. Like it happened right after our last show was done. So, curse of the podcast, we completely missed it. But 
It's uh, what's uh, I wrote his name down. It's uh, Shuntaro Furukawa. Is the new guy? He uh, was talking about a new mobile pillar. Did you see that? And he like wanted to make a what was it, like a hundred million dollars in mobile games or something like that. He was set, right. setting up a goal for that. So I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm like, expect oh. your Animal Crossing prices to go up. Yeah, well, or like more releases. I mean, don't forget, there's that Mario Kart one that's on the way for mobile. So maybe, maybe he's like talking about that. I don't know. But I mean, I don't oh, yeah, really I forgot about that. I don't really get that excited about the mobile stuff. I'm like, really, you want to do mobile? Come on, man. But apparently, he's a fan. He's a he's worked with Nintendo since like the early '90s as an executive or whatever. So he's been on the team for a while. So and he's like 46. Yeah, he's uh, like uh, the youngest. With well, the youngest one since Iwata, right? Is that what I was saying? Yeah, yeah. It was 42. Yeah, and because because uh, what um the guy before that was what was his name? Uh, Yamauchi was much older mm-hmm. when he did it. But yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird, like, because I know uh, what Kimishima, I thought he was going to stay on it for a while, but I guess not. But, yeah, hope to see his face on some uh, Nintendo Directs. That's always, uh, you know, always need faces for those videos that they do. Well, I heard he's fluent in English, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I saw that to too. Be expected. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be good. I just, how. When does he take over? Yeah, I don't know when the date is, but that's been like a big news thing. Oh, starting in June. Well, no, wait, he, that's when he. But yeah, he wants, uh, I'm reading an article on, uh, Adventure Beat saying that he wants, yeah, like the third pillar you said, but he wants like one, basically he wants Nintendo to have a game like Pokemon Go, which a lot of people thought mm-hmm. was Nintendo, but it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, and he also said that, um, he also said something about the 3DS and the Switch like living together, like the, the, the 3DS isn't going anywhere. They're planning on having them both, uh, or maybe it was Kimishima, but somebody from Nintendo said that. That speaking of the third pillar, there's going to be two pillars there. Like they're saying, 3ds isn't going anywhere. And they they were talking about like that they felt like the Switch was like the home market, and it's not really to the point of where like uh, it's not to the point of where everyone would have one. You know, there's like one per family, so they want to keep pushing the 3ds because the 3ds is very much like one per person, not one per family. So, and plus, uh, they said that there's a better chance of parents buying a 3ds for their kids than a Switch because it's cheaper and more durable and all that. So I heard, I heard it official from the company saying that the 3DS is not going anywhere. They're going to keep pushing it. They're pushing it so much that uh, Nintendo sent me an email for my birthday because, you know, like your birthday, you get like a, you know, you get a discount or whatever. I got yeah. my 30% discount and uh, there wasn't a single Switch game on there. I was pretty upset. It's like all, it's basically all 3DS games and like maybe a couple Wii U games. And I have like all of them or don't care. You know, basically my only chance, my only options are, uh, or like um, Superstar Saga for thirty bucks on 3ds, or like Monster Hunter Stories for like thirty bucks. That's like the only thing I want out of there. It's like, come on, guys, you can't throw me a bone for a Switch game. I mean, I might even that consider, sucks. I might even consider getting Mario Kart Eight Deluxe if they would have sent me a sale for that. I mean, come on, that game's been out since the beginning. I just couldn't yeah. believe there was a sing, there wasn't a single Switch game in there. I know like that Switch is pretty hot, and they probably don't want to do any deals on any other stuff or, or need sales, but still, man, come on. I went. I went back to my my Wii U version of Mario Kart recently, mm-hmm. and I've definitely put more time in the Switch version, which surprises me. I thought I played the Wii U version a lot, but I think I mostly just played online with my friends mm-hmm. when they all had it when it first came out. Yeah, we played or, some know, online stuff. First got it, but uh, yeah, we used to play online. But I've played it on Switch like more in the one player mode to try to get all the medals and all the mm-hmm. unlock all the stuff. Like it's. More fun on the Switch because it's portable. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, uh, did, I come back to it recently. I've been playing it almost every day this week, actually. Yeah. Now that you've, uh, did you get, did you grow tired tired of uh, Rocket League? Now that you put over two hundred hours into it. No, I'm still <laughs> playing Rocket League. 
That's... Actually, uh, last week Rocket League eclipsed Zelda as my most played Switch game. Yeah, no, I saw that oh, you have wow. like over 200 hours yeah. in Rocket League. That's so many hours. Zelda John, you're Rocket League John officially. Yep, I know. It switched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Switch. Yeah, I think yeah. about 225. Wow. Damn, dude. I don't think I have that for anything on my Switch that I put that much. I think like the the last. That's thing I... like the best fifteen dollars you ever spent or whatever. I know. Fifteen. Yeah. yeah, fifteen bucks. That's the best fifteen dollars you've ever spent on a game, probably. I'm like, I'd, probably so, yeah. I think the last game I put over a hundred hours into. Well, I put out I put a hundred hours into Zelda, but that was on Wii U, not the Switch one. But uh, I I put I, I was gonna say the last thing other than that was Dragon Quest Seven. I put over a hundred hours into that game also. It's my high. It's my uh. I think it's like my highest played. Uh, no, it's either like that Pokemon X or like um or uh, Animal Crossing. That's like my number one Switch game or 3DS game. I but, think my Splatoon two files getting up there. Yeah, I think I was only at like 60 hours or something like that for Splatoon. But speaking of Splatoon, there's a Splatfest this weekend for the Turtles. Which we gotta do. Yeah, we should definitely do it. I don't know. Do you know who the first two Turtles are that are going at it? Yeah, it's Raph versus Leo. Okay, so you, you're like, fuck Leo. So yeah, I'm fine I'm with that. Fuck Leo. That's interesting. So they have a, a I guess, branded Splatfest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're no, bringing they... in another, another brand. Wow. Well, they did it. They did it for Splatoon One. Actually, they did a they did a Transformers branded one. They did a Autobots vs Decepticon split really? fest. Are they using like Ninja Turtles graphics or, or I mean like like showing the character? Yeah, no, they're showing. It's basically based off the new show, I believe. So it's like the it's okay. the art from the, the, from the new one. cartoon. Yep. Yeah, which I'm not really a huge fan of the new art of that. But you know, whatever they got to keep rebooting it every couple of years. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Nickelodeon CGI one, but that one's fucking phenomenal. That's probably the best Turtles cartoon I've ever seen. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's in its entirety on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you can watch all of them on there. I but do. I totally recommend it. It's fucking amazing. It's probably the best. I think it's the best cartoon or the best Turtles cartoon there is. Uh, Rob Paulson, who was originally the voice of Raphael, is doing the voice of Donatello mm. now on there. Which is pretty awesome. Uh, Rob Paulson, he did like the voice of Yakko and um, Arthur from The Tick. Uh, you'll recognize his voice. He did he did a ton of voices from the nineties, but he's done everything. He's, yeah. Got, yeah. he's got that video where he's with the dog. The the dog. He's like this. Is how you can tell when a dog loves you? Or no, he says this is how I relax after a hard day. I pet my dog, and the dog's like going like trying to bite his hand while he's petting it. Rob Paulson does. So I haven't just, seen that. It's like <laughs> it just helps me relax after a long hard day. Mm-hmm. You know, working. I just come home and I just pet my dog, and the dog's like trying to bite his hand the whole time. Yeah, I've seen that video. I haven't seen it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but no, Turtles is awesome. Uh, they do a lot of cool parodies. There's like an Alien episode. There's like a there's like a Mad Max episode. There's like there's like a Big Trouble Little China episode. It's great. Watch that show. It's amazing. Watch that show and then decide <laughs> well, who you want to root for in your Splatfest. Well, who's your favorite turtle? Jeremy, who would you go for? Well, I know, no. I, I always liked Raph because that's the very first because he's the boy I ever he's got. the bad one. He's that damn in got, the movie. I mean, yeah. he had me there. I got uh, well before I even really even understood. Like I was watching it, but I was only like five or six when it came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I was watching it. And uh, the very, I think it was my sixth or seventh birthday. I got Raphael for my birthday. Yeah, so he was the first turtle i had so i decided he was my favorite that's how i i remember it but later on i remember like we liked mario we liked mario we liked Raphael because he was really sar sartastic that's what we said well yeah he's definitely got a he's, he's definitely got an attitude 
We were happy that he was really sarcastic and like we wanted to be like him. Me and uh, my cousin Rob. <laughs> Did you say that? Like, were you trying to be funny, or could you just not say sarcastic? No, I really said sarcastic because I thought that was the word. Oh, okay. I was like, and I thought if it was like he's sarcastic because that's funny, but no, you just yeah probably didn't know what sarcastic. That's was. just I, I remember saying that for a long time and then mm-hmm. being corrected. Yeah, <laughs> sometime in grade school, but we used to say sarcastic when we were kids. That's awesome. You should still say that anyway, just because. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, my personal favorite turtle is Donatello. I love Donatello. He was like my very first one. Because when I first when I first saw a picture of the Ninja Turtles, I saw the picture of the NES game, which shows basically a picture from the comic book, and they're all wearing the same color bandana in the comic book at that time. Yeah, they're all wearing red bandanas. So we didn't know who was who. So we kind of just made up names for them, like he like like uh, me and like Nick and Nate, my two friends from uh, from grade school. We kind of just made up. We knew the turtles' names, but we didn't know who had the the whatever. So we kind of picked them by weapon, you know. So like I, you know, I remember they they picked the nunchuck and the and the and the swords because those are the best weapons, you know. So basically, what I had left, what I had to pick from was the bow or the um, psi, and I didn't want the psi, so I picked the bow. So Donatello became my guy. But if you watch the if you watch the new cartoon show, the 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 Nickelodeon one. Donatello's probably the best character out of all of them. I think he's awesome. He's like the super nerd, uh, geeky guy. Like he has a crush on April. It's it's awesome. So he's he's, he's got the best weapon he's in my that second. NES game. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he has the yeah. best reach too. Yeah. You can like stand on top and like downstab. You can. Yeah, to get rock steady at the beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's such a that's such a mean game. <laughs> game sucks. <laughs> Wait, no. Donatello is my number Why one. So. So it'll be so I guess it'll be it'll start off uh, Raphael versus Leo. I'm totally with for Raph on that. But the week after I would that, pick, I would pick Donatello over Michelangelo. Yeah, also. but if it comes so down, but if but if it comes down to Donatello versus Raphael, that'll be interesting. We'll have to be on separate sides. So, but yeah, like the next three weeks they're doing this, and it's pretty rad. I like uh, I love when they all the Splatfest stuff that they do. But I'm totally into this one, and I'll actually normally I just vote like on whatever whatever side has more, but. For this, I actually care. Like, I'll, I want, I'll vote for Donatello. And yeah, Rat. dude. Well, think it like we've all, in the past, we've always thought we could play together. Now we know we can't. So it wouldn't matter if we were on different teams. We could still. Yeah. So play. we can just, yeah. So we can just do uh, separate ones where it's like, I'm fighting for Raph. I'm fighting for, for Leo. Or no, no, you wouldn't fight for Leo. <laughs> Leo's no, like I wouldn't the least fight for liked. Leo. I, I would let him go. Even though Leo, they did make Leo kind of cool in the new, in the new uh, CGI stuff. Because he's like obsessed with Star Trek, so there is like a well, it's not actually Star Trek, but it's but he does watch a cartoon that looks a lot like the Star Trek animated series from the seventies, so that's awesome. Like I thought that was really fucking cool. Like just the you know, and there's a whole episode that he has that's very reminiscent of like a like a Star Trek episode from the sixties. So I think it was either it might have been uh, this side of Paradise that it was supposed to be, but it's been a while since I saw it. But but they do cool stuff like that. There's a lot of like you know major deep cuts on, on nerd stuff in that show. So they, so they did make Leo a little bit better. Plus he was voiced by what the pie guy, uh, from, uh, yeah, the guy who fucked the pie from uh, American pie. Jason was, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Jason Biggs. And actually he quit because he wanted to get a real job. Fucker. It's like, dude, you're making tons of money voicing a turtle. You want to do like, cause he was on that fucking orange is the new black show. And he decided yeah. that he was cooler than Turtles after that because he's like, oh, I got a real role. And he was replaced by um, Seth Green from uh, Robot Chicken. So, And it's funny. They do a whole episode about why their he voice changed. He also got booted off of Orange's New Black. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I think right after he quit. But sorry, I got sidetracked on the Turtle stuff. But 
yeah, that show's awesome. So I followed a lot of that shit. But they do a whole episode where he gets like choked, and when he comes to later, his voice has changed, and that's like why it's a different person. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny. They make a joke about that's it because they have a big fight, and he comes back, and he's like, "Oh, I can't talk the same anymore." And it's like just like, "Yeah, you got recast." <laughs> then you're just trying to write <laughs> it in there. But they do all sorts of fun meta stuff on there. But uh, aside from the new president, what else do we got here? Um, Oh, I wanted to mention this. I just thought it was kind of funny, but uh, Sonic Forces, or Sonic Feces, as some people refer, refer, <laughs> refer to it as, is on sale. It's like almost half off on the shop, on the eShop. So if you want to wow. spend if you want to spend $24 on like the best three hours you've ever had in your life, you can play, uh, you can get Sonic Forces for $23, $23.99. It's on sale. It's 40% off. It's probably, that's almost like $10 an hour. It's like a, it's like a movie. It's like watching short movies. Totally worth it. Go get that amazing game. It has really good cinematics, so it's like a movie. Yeah, I know you always wanted to make yourself a Sonic character, so now you can for $23. I wanted to mention that as a joke, like in case anybody didn't have it yet. What, a joke? Yeah, to just be like, hey, uh, you guys should get Sonic, Sonic Forces. It's totally out now and on sale. I mean, don't get that. Or, or get it, if you really, really want to. No, don't get it. Stop encouraging Sega to make games like that. So Protest uh, all Sonic games until they hand the keys over to Nintendo. Yeah, really? Or whoever made Sonic Mania, let them just do everything. Well, you could just pretend that Mario and Mario Odyssey is Sonic, and then you have a Sonic game. I mean, he can roll. He can roll better than the Sonic can. I'm just telling you. It's pretty all my, pretty That's much true. already there. What else do, What else we got? Oh, yeah, the, the Switch has been hacked. I don't know if you saw oh, that. No. that. That was like a big deal. Apparently, uh, that was one that we missed, missed last week. A lot of other podcasts and has been in the news. Uh, apparently, there's an unfixable hack. Like, you can't patch it. Like, it's unpatchable. And somebody... I guess somebody had mentioned it to Nintendo or somebody had said like, hey, uh, you should take a look at this. And some hacker got a hold of it and figured out how to do it. It's some sort of attachment, I guess, that goes into the USB that makes it to where you can plug it directly into your computer and you can put whatever sort of emulator or ROM on there that you want and, uh, you know, make your own, <laughs> put your own games on there. So, and you can totally break it, you know, put whatever illegal shit on there. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it seems to be a big thing. A lot of people are really freaking out about it. I don't really know a whole lot about, like, hacking logistics and all that. But, I mean, if it's as big as people are saying, then, I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm not going to hack it. You know, I'm not a hacker. I like to, like, support developers and all that stuff. I say don't steal games from people. You know, pay for your games. But uh, a lot of people will, I guess. And if, you know, it's been mentioned, I've read it in articles, but if Nintendo keeps pushing this... Uh, whole virtual console thing or not actually doing it it does kind of give people the whole like uh you know give gives them the drive to hack and just put their own nes games on there if nintendo's not going to sell them to them you know what i mean kind of makes it feel like nintendo should just like get their ass in gear on that and get moving well, on i it. think a, i think a big like uh, a big defense of hacking consoles is to be able to put homebrew stuff mm -hmm. because you, you own the console why can't you put software you write for it on there. Oh sure. Or why can't yeah. you put your whatever software you want? So there's actually a lot of stuff going down now, and I've been reading a little. I've been following it a little bit, but is it the FCC who's like suing a lot of video game companies for uh, claiming your your warranties are void if you do anything to repair the console? To oh a yeah. Third party. Mm -hmm. I don't know, and but that's. I guess yeah. that's illegal according to like recent stuff that's been passed so all the all the video game companies are being asked to remove labels and uh descriptors within their user agreements and software updates that void warrant that you know refer have that have language referring to voiding warranties mm -hmm. yeah because you should be able to fix or tamper with your console however you want mm -hmm. 
Yeah, well, that's been something. I mean, that's something they've done. It's like the same thing where it's like if you use any sort of third party thing, it voids your warranty. Or if you ever have a problem, they're like, "Did you use a third party controller or whatever?" But yeah, no, it's not really. It's not really fair, I guess, on that behalf. But at the same time, they could also say like, "Hey, don't like, don't be fixing your console. Like, fucking leave it alone. Like, you're breaking it more by trying to fix it. Like, that could be." Their oh, it's defense not on what that. I say. The FCC. It's the FTC. Oh, okay. According to this article, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have 30 days to get rid of the yeah the warranty void if removed stickers. So I guess it's not. I thought when I was reading the article earlier, it referred to the software as well, like where it referred within the software where it says stuff. But I guess it's just the stickers themselves. I don't know. So they just have to stop producing or start producing them without it. That's what you're saying. Yeah, because those those are like false warnings. They can't really. The warranty is not voided if you remove that sticker. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that, that's interesting. Um, yeah, it's like the it's like the sticker on mattresses that, that you can get arrested for. The, right. The I actually kind of want to find out if any of my <laughs> consoles have that sticker. I don't see it on my Switch. Yeah, where, I mean, where would it be? Like, I don't remember any stickers on the Switch either. Unless it's on the dock somewhere, I don't think. No, because I, I bought an extra dock. Unless it's internal, like when you open it up. Say anything. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't opened mine up yet. So we'll have to see. Let's see. What else do I got? Uh, Disgaea 1 got announced. That happened last week, but I forgot to mention it. Did you see that? They're doing a remake of that. The very first Disgaea. So now you can uh, figure out where you're at on Disgaea 5. I'm sure that's why you haven't played it. It's because you don't know what's going on with the characters, right? Yeah, I pretty much decided, like, <laughs> I'm not going to play all the way through it until I play 1 through 4. Yeah, right. But 1's coming out. I don't know if it's any different, but a lot of people seem to like that one. It was on a couple of people's, like, 4 game lists that made them who they are or whatever so who knows but uh i think that's all i got for news is there anything else that i forgot you guys know of or do you want to have to go to our topic i think that's about it okay that's all i got that's the news that i have for the week that we have for the week anyway let's take a break and we'll be right back to uh you know excuse some princesses or something Ooh. hey paisanos it's the super mario brothers super show with the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game We're not like the others who get all the fame If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers So hang on to your seat Get ready for adventure and remarkable peace You'll meet Koopas and Troopas, the princess and the others Hanging with the plumbers, you'll be hooked on the brothers to the bridge Well, excuse me, people. Let's talk about the, the some of the really bad cartoons of Nintendo from the 80s and 90s. Uh, we decided to, uh, well, John brought it up, said he wanted to do some cartoon stuff for Nintendo. And there's so many Nintendo cartoons out there that I felt like we should whittle it down to the what I think are the, fir- the three first like original ones, like probably the most memorable ones to me. But, you know, of course, we could always do more in the future, but... For this, we're gonna have, we're going to do we're gonna talk about an episode each of uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, um, the Zelda cartoon, and uh, Captain N. So that's what we're we'll doing this week. Do you want to start with uh, which one do you start with? Do you want to start with Super Mario Brothers Super Show? What I think, think that's the granddaddy of them. So let's do that one. That's the biggest one. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's the most complicated one too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's all sorts of weird stuff going <laughs> on. So uh, we decided to uh, 
do what is the episode Cyrano de Mario slash uh, Raiders of the Lost Mushroom? Right, this is the one that we were doing. Yep, yep. and mm-hmm. that's like episode sixty-one. It's like almost to the end of the series because it was uh, what like sixty-three episodes or something like that. I've got episode forty-five, but oh, okay. you looked it up. That's what it said on YouTube. You looked it up on the. Oh, I looked it up on IMDb. Okay, that would be correct then. Yeah, um, it says. Uh, let me bring it up. Yeah, IMDb says season one, episode sixty-one, Cyrano de Mario Raiders of the Lost Mushroom, and I think there's. Let's see how many total there were. I'm right. There are sixty-three episodes. No, there's sixty-five episodes total of uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. The final episode is Ghoul of My Dreams slash Legend of Zelda, whatever that last one was. We watched the second to last one for Zelda, but yeah. Was am I? I didn't actually look this up, but is it is it true that Lou, Alba- Lou Albano was in? Uh, I think he was, wasn't he? In Cindy Lauper's "That uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun" music video, he was. He yeah. was. I thought that was him. Yes, got it right. <laughs> Here's something else that's interesting, and I Wait. and I just fact checked it, but I want to make sure I mention it. In this episode, at the very start of uh, Raiders of the Lost Mushroom, uh, Mario says, "Plumber's Log, 1938," and that's the year that. Uh, the Holy Grail was found by Indiana Jones and the Indiana Jones, like, uh, cannon. 1938? Yeah. Oh. So did they actually go back to 1938? No, but just the references. Oh, uh, got it. Yeah. Plumber's Log, 1938. That's oh, okay. like the, the uh, voiceover at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I keep forgetting that Indiana Jones, like, takes place, like, around, like, World War II or, like, pre-World War II because there's Nazis and shit. Well, that's that explains. Yeah. yeah we'll get to it. But. Yeah. There's sure. also Nazis in the Mario episode that we talked about today. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sure are. Uh, uh, yeah, there, Koopa and his uh, Koopalings or whatever are wearing red armbands with a K in place of a swastika. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some so, ideas. Yeah. According according to Wikipedia and apparently the Game Over uh, book as well, it took a it, it, the guys who made this show. It took them like over a year to convince Nintendo to uh, give up their properties for it, or to give them the licensing. Which <laughs> and then uh, they slapped wow. Nazi armbands <laughs> on their characters. Well, and then they completely messed, Then they messed it up completely. Like in the in the intro of the show, it shows Mario getting a star and turning into Fire Mario. Like he basically dons the white pajamas the pajamas the white uh overalls i was watching it with jess and she and she pointed that out she's like uh did he just turn into fire mario with the star and i'm like i don't know and then i watched we watched the zelda one and the mario one so i watched it the second time and i'm like oh yeah no he totally did so and i and according to wikipedia it also said that that was a mess up that they uh mistook mistook this the invincibility star for the fire flower so the star gives him fire powers but that's the smallest of the mess ups. I mean, once we get to Zelda and Captain N, it gets it just goes to hell from there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, all these shows are produced by Deke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, D I C, right? Or Dick, however you want to say it. I always yeah. like to say yeah. I don't say Dick because it's funny. Humor yeah. as the uh, seven-year-old child watching yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, at the end of the show, it's going to say Dick. I remember they made sure that every episode a voice said Deke. Yeah, Deke, sure not not Dick. I remember seeing that logo on different things. Like, I can't pinpoint exactly what it was, but I remember seeing it from my YouTube. It was on so a I'm lot sure of home it. video releases. Oh, okay. Then I probably saw it's it like there. I yeah. watched like, uh, a lot of like Looney Tunes releases when I was a kid. would be produced by Deke, like compilation videos. And then was it on? Like, Ovid, which was like a uh, Australian platypus that I watched a lot of his videos when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Those were all through Deke. They, weren't, they didn't do Muppet Babies, did they? 
for some reason they might that reminded me of that i don't know that could just be like i think deke like a lot of times syndicated stuff later you know what i mean or i think they did muppet babies i remember that now but they're like the publishers of the like the video releases or whatever yep Mm -hmm. inspector gadget like i I remember seeing well inspector gadget turtles inspector gadget is actually on the super mario brothers super show so that makes sense like he is he is a guest at one point so that would would make sense that it is under the same thing the one i remember he was i don't know yeah i I found it on wikipedia (laughs) i was looking through some of the shows for guests and yeah no uh inspector gadget was on there but uh yeah um my what my uh my middle name from earlier the uh the the richest Koopa that's ever cooped. That's uh, that's my line of the show from uh, from this particular episode. <laughs> that uh, that's what Bowser says about when he's going to get the golden toad. That he's going to be super rich. I mean, that's better than what Mario gets from getting it. I mean, <laughs> that was pretty weird, also. So, what did you guys think of the the live part at the beginning? Because the li- the live parts, you know, super campy. But I love the the use of sound effects is just hilarious. How they and awful. <laughs> it's really yeah, it's like gratuitous. It's yeah, it makes really. no sense. No, it's, it's all completely like, random. Keep, someone's sitting at a, a Mario soundboard, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, that always bothered me because I felt like the audio mixing was so bad on it. Like, because it's like you can hardly hear what they're Terrible. saying. You can hardly hear what they're saying, <laughs> and then there's all these like s- sound effects like going on on top of it, like for no reason, and it's just like taking away from whatever bad joke they're trying to tell because all the jokes are awful, and it's like. Yeah. Right. And the audience will laugh at a wrong moment, but then the dialogue continues and <laughs> laughter is way too loud. And you can't <laughs> hear it. Oh, yeah. 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 It's it's awful. It's, it's horribly, horribly mixed. The level at which these people just really didn't care is on display. It is. And that really, like that one one kind of one camera angle set they have. Mm. Maybe there's two camera angles. But I mean, it very much looks like a set. It's like, like, it's like, like the, the stairs that yeah. descend into the basement, and then you've got like another angle where you're kind of like a table. Yeah. <laughs> there was an episode, we kind of mentioned it uh, as we were texting before the show, where uh, uh, Magic Johnson shows up. He shows up at the at the door, right? Yeah, I remember but, that episode. Yeah. I think <laughs> he opens up. They open up a window. Oh, it's Magic Johnson. He's at the door. They open up a window to look outside, and very clearly, Magic Johnson did not show up on set. Yeah, they just filmed him separately. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, I filmed look, him in the window because he's like I in watched, the. I watched that at the end of the episode. He's he says, in the mirror. Next right? time, you'll have to get a bigger medicine cabinet. So that was actually not a window. That was their medicine cabinet. Yeah, because he's in Magic the mirror. Johnson right? showed up in the mirror because yeah. he's magical. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I think that was because uh, I bought I bought one of these or a couple of these on VHS at a junk store. Like it was either like a Goodwill or like Reckless or something. But uh, I remember buying this in college and watching. And one of them had Magic Johnson in there. And yeah, he's never really there. Like he's in the mirror. It's definitely the whole time a blue screen or just yeah. spliced. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that whole thing, and I'm like, wow, this is really weird. This is really strange. Because I'll be like, hey, it's Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson will be like, hey, Luigi and Mario. It's great to be hanging out with you. Hey, is it okay if I practice my magic? Tr- you know, it's like a obviously it's mm-hmm. everything's very literal on there, uh-huh. and all of their. It seems like most of their episodes are all like uh, parodies of movies and whatnot. And there's always a song in there that they do like a different version of. You know, like like there was what was a Monster Mash or something that they did. Monster or, Mash uh, this in this episode. No, oh, with- no, Monster Mash was for the Captain N episode. Oh yes. no, no, you're right. Yeah, that's a different thing. Never mind. 
That's yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm confusing that with my with uh, Captain N. Uh, retract that then. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the the reason that I picked this episode is because actually all three of these episodes were episodes that John and I watched uh, in college or post college or something. But mm-hmm. I just remember all the weirdness of them. The the Mario one in particular, uh, Indiana Joe being a character on there, and he has no face. He has like absolutely no, no- face. Not only does he have no face, this is just never mentioned that he has no, no. face. There's yeah. no reason for him to have no face. Yeah, nobody says he anything. Just ha- he just has no face. Yeah, he's basically uh, blank from uh, Dick Tracy, but, you know, without the eye holes and all that. And he's just, uh, yeah, his face is just blank, like nothing there, no features whatsoever. And his also his gut is hanging out, and his, his shirt, mm-hmm. like his shirt's up over his stomach, and his belly's hanging out, and... It's weird. It's very strange. And he just talks. And he has a lot of catchphrases. He talks weird, yeah. He speaks in a very strange and slow, <laughs> deliberate way. Yeah. Well, it's because he has no face. That's why. We yeah, got really, really weird, like... <laughs> All the extra effort to actually speak without having like a when, he, when yeah. he first shows up and uh, he rescues Toad from Quicksand because they... Uh, essentially, you can tell this takes place in the, the Super Mario 2 USA... The Mario USA universe. Mm. Well, it is a um, yeah. It's, it's post. Uh, it's between two and three because uh yeah. I believe you got it started, Mousers and the Snake Guys. Yeah, it started in eighty nine, and Mario two was eighty eight. I believe so. Yeah. So, so you, they get yeah. attacked by that bird that drops the bombs on you in mm-hmm. uh, Mario two, and they're riding in a hot air balloon. They fall into the desert. They fall into quicksand, and uh, yeah, and then uh. Indiana Joe ends up rescuing uh, Toad, and the first thing he says is, piece of cake, Jake. And yeah. And <laughs> from then on, you kind of get an idea of the kind of stuff he says. Yeah, and doesn't he also have a Koopaphobia? Like, it's the thing he's, like, super afraid of Koopas. Because he disappears, yeah. like, when they actually do the fighting with uh, Bowser. So, and I want to say, he goes, when he disappears, he goes and... And becomes a babysitter, so he's babysitting yeah, the three that, that was little weird. baby toads, right? Yeah, that was weird. Oh, yeah, but, yep. but then, <laughs> okay, so Mario and the gang come and find him to convince him to get back to adventuring or, or whatever they're doing, and I noticed that they just abandon the babies. Yeah, like, I've got Let's that get out of here. here. They just leave three babies, <laughs> the whole crew. And it's not like a loose end or anything, it's just that He's like, fuck these kids. Let's get out of here. Like, he yeah. definitely abandons the kids. Well, hopefully, and they're like, okay. Well, when he. Shame uh, on Mario, Luigi, Princess, and Toad as well for that. Well, yeah, they're all like. They're all part of that. Well, is that before or after? Because Mario goes into his babysitting place, like, after he tosses the sign. Do you remember he, like, he, like, uh, Indiana Joe pulls the babysitting sign off of the door and he, like, throws it into the water? Yeah. And then Mario goes in there and, wors- and, and wishes for pasta. And the place gets filled by what looks like melted cheese or like a melted butter or something. It doesn't actually look like pasta. It's just like yellow, just like straight yellow light. Yellow blob. Yeah, is, are, it's are, supposed to be spaghetti. I thought it was a spaghetti. Yeah, but it doesn't look like spaghetti. There's no strands to it. Or at least maybe the version I watched was bad quality, but it didn't look. It just looked like a big yellow mess. But uh, are the kids still in there then when it gets filled with the uh, with the pasta? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think orders? about that. Wow, that's what they I'm saying. Them. Then they come back just to drown them in spaghetti. That's what I'm saying. Like, are they in there? I believe it'd be suffocating them. Yeah, suffocating. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might be really. It might be like really buttery spaghetti or something. You know, like <laughs> buttered noodles that are so buttered that you can drown <laughs> <in> them. <laughs> I don't know. So they there's drown a, and they suffocate. Terrible. There's a part in this episode where, like John mentioned, where uh, when uh, is watching. Um, yeah, right after Indiana Joe saves them. Koopa's watching them with binoculars, Bowser, 
as we know him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's wearing the armband. And he's got all the bosses from Mario 2, with the exception of a Koopa Troopa. Which yeah. I guess those are in Mario 2, right? No, just the shells. Well, there's the... one that I always I thought he kind of looked like a hammer brother or something. That guy that's with him. Like he's like a turtle. There's a the shell. He's and all some that. kind of turtle enemy, turtle based enemy. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they tell him that, isn't that stealing when they when he says he's going to take away the the statue? Yeah. They're all like, wait, wait, isn't that stealing? You, you shouldn't do that. do that. That's bad. So I thought that was kind of cute that, uh, just for a second there, his henchmen were honest, and he had to be like, oh, it's hard to find good henchmen these days. <laughs> yeah, right. Lots of puns, but yeah. they're bad. Bad puns. Well, I mean, a lot of like just bad parodies of movies and all that. I like, someone that knew nothing about Mario and was just told to write Italian food jokes Yeah, wrote well, most of this script, I think. Well, I can't... Yeah. I can't believe that there's a I can't believe that there's a Cyrano de Bergerac uh, uh, reference in there. How many kids know that? I mean, maybe they saw Roxanne, but I mean, <laughs> you know, like the whole the part when uh, Vanna White shows up later as Roxanne and Luigi has to tell him uh, what to say to her. That's all Cyrano de Bergerac stuff. Oh, but, it is. Yeah, yeah, I knew the, the Roxanne, but yeah. I didn't know. Well, I guess Roxanne too. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, her of course her name in the in the fucking did uh, to reference the. Um, What's his face? Uh, Steve Martin movie. The Steve Martin movie. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had mentioned at the top of the show, uh, <laughs> taking it back down a peg, Miserable Manicotti. Another one I really like was uh, Suffering Spumoni. Ew. <laughs> yeah, oh. this was this was obviously written by people that were like... These guys are Italian. All they do is talk about pasta. Aspiring yeah. food, food writers that were uh, a sign of the Mario game. Well, in the, in the Cyrano de Mario part, when Luigi, because like Mario like says that they, that she looks like a meatball or something. And he's like, oh no, you can't, you can't say that. And he's like, well, I don't know how to be, you know, I don't know how to know how to be romantic or whatever. But, uh, but then Luigi, when Luigi's feeding him lines, he's still like comparing her lips to like some sort of Italian dish. So they kind of go back on that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, he's basically (laughs) telling him the same thing that he told him not to do. So Luigi's a hypocrite there. It's total hypocrisy on the Super Mario Super Show. Yeah, Vanna White shows up, and you know she looks she looks good. She looks, she good, looks yeah. like it's from 1989. Yeah, yeah right. That I'm just wondering, like the guest stars that they got on this show. This was like they were like so random at times. Like mm-hmm. the Vanna White, the Magic Johnson. I remember Sergeant Slaughter was in. Yeah, one. some there were some WWE. Well, that makes Roddy Piper's Lou. in there also. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. but I'm wondering, yeah, like, Cindy Lauper what already. What do, what do you say to these people to get them on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Well, I have maybe, to imagine maybe that a lot of these people have kids and they're doing it just because, <laughs> oh, you know, they like Super Mario and they want to see mom, mom or dad on the Super Mario show. Yeah, what, but, what if they were just, it was the lot they were like recording on and it was near, mm-hmm. like it was in proximity to like a spot where other projects were being filmed. That's could, probably could true be. too. Hey, do you want to show up and make a few thousand bucks? Sure. I mean, it's also a check, too. You know, I mean, it's, it's a check, man. It's a job. Like, if they ask you to come on, why not? I always figured Cindy Lauper was on there because her and Lou Albano Bano were f- friends yeah. because of that music video, you know? That's what and I was that's thinking. I, I think it's the Goonies video. No, it's, it's, I don't think it's the, um, no, it's Girls Just Want to uh, Have Fun. Look it up. Maybe, maybe it's both of them. Okay. Because there was the one that was on the Goonies soundtrack. Because he's like her dad uh, or like her uncle too. or something. She, he's the one that she lives with in the apartment and she brings all those girls in there and he gets mad. Okay, yeah. Then he was he was also in the Goonies one because the Goonies one has uh, good enough the the kids from Goonies mm-hmm. and 
a whole bunch of the other wrestlers as well as Lou Albano. Oh, okay. Cause I, yeah. uh, when I, when I used to go to the gym more often, uh, I would run on the elliptical and they had a, the TVs there and one of the channels would just play eighties videos. So I would watch that channel and I would almost always see that song. The girls just want to have fun video and it would have a uh, Lou Albano in there. And that's how I know. My uh, where my uh, where my information from that came from, but he might be. I mean, did like I Cindy Lauper ever show up on the Mario show? Yeah, yeah she, no, she was. That's did. why I'm saying that. That's why I think she was on there was because she was friends with oh, yeah, Albano. Yeah. She absolutely was, and I remember that because I, we've got it on video. Because when I was a, uh, it would have been 1989 um, when I was in first grade. I didn't get home in time to watch uh, Ninja Turtles. It started before I got home on the bus, so my mom would record it for me every day. But uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show played immediately before that, so I would get like half of the episode of Mario the way she had the VCR set. So sometimes she would start the VCR earlier, and I'd get whole episodes. But I know on that video there was an episode where Cindy Lauper was there at the very end, where like, do the Mario, and she's like standing there with them, and then it goes to the credits, and then some commercials, and then the Ninja Turtles started. Now, apparently, they collaborated together a lot. Uh, C- Cindy and Lou did to have a helped helped usher in wrestling crossover success with the mainstream audience. So, uh, I mean, they, they did a lot of shit together. So that makes sense. They were probably had multiple videos together. Cindy Lauper was on WWF at the time. So makes sense. But so that's why she's on there. But as far as like Vanna White and everybody else, I don't know. I, like I said, it's just a check, just like any sort of talk show. I really think it's gotta be like a talk show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, I guess so. If they're, if they're in the town where it's being filmed, Hey, do you want to swing by the, <laughs> the Mario Brothers set for thirty minutes today in film. I mean, you know, a one shot take of two things really quick. I mean, they they like, might, the acting yeah. is terrible. Yeah, the the Magic Johnson thing was obviously phoned in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> so it's, they could be fans too. I mean, Mario Brothers was big. That's like, true. Nintendo. I mean, don't forget that like the NES was like the first like major system that people actually liked. You know. I mean, they're a bunch yeah. of Ataris, but like the NES was big. It was super hot. And so. That's back when playing sure. video games was just called playing Nintendo. Yep. No matter what you're playing. Yeah, it was back in the day. Okay, all right, so I got a list of guest stars here. Just a couple of names. I'll, I'll point out some more recognizable ones. So Sergeant Slaughter. Who else? Let's see. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper was on there also. I know that. Yeah, Rowdy, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Let's see. The Rowdy one is what I used to call back when I cared about uh, wrestling. Let's see. There's Vanna White. Oh, Moon Zappa. Cindy Lauper. Ernie Hudson. Oh yeah, Ernie Hudson was on there as a what was it, a slime buster? I think is what they called him instead of yeah. a Ghostbuster. Yeah, like so, they did yeah. a parody of it. Yeah, nice. Eve Plum, who played the Jan on the Brady Bunch. Hmm. <laughs> what a terrible oh, name. Maurice Maurice Lamarch played uh, Inspector Gadget. Okay, like on uh, the yeah. show or on the whatever. Yeah, I see a bunch of other names, but. Uh, yeah, that's just the sampling the, of the most guest stars. Noteworthy. Oh, Patrick Duffy, the dad from Step by Step. Yeah. Oh, Danica McKellar from The Wonder Years. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So uh, what I wanted to ask before uh, you get... Who's you that, had... Winnie Cooper? Winnie Cooper, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. She's also a mathematician nowadays. Is... She was also... I also saw her in a really bad uh, Hallmark movie at uh, Justice Grandma's house, so... Uh... Got that going on. Because <laughs> uh, just paychecks, paychecks. Yeah, she watches a lot of bad, like Lifetime uh, Hallmark movies, and we watched one with a uh, Winnie Cooper in it, so it was interesting. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to make that uh, movie money or that Lifetime money. Who knows? It might be a lot. 
What do you guys think of the art- artistic representation of Mario in the cartoon? I think compared to Zelda and Captain N, it's probably the best out of the three of them. It's the best one, yeah, of all this the characters, the one they, yeah. This is the one they put the most time and effort into, you can tell. They even did the different mustaches. They did, like, Mario with the, you know, with the two U's and the Luigi with the two big big U's, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's the one thing I was thinking about, because I, uh, I watched Super Mario the Super Show last out of the three of them. And I was like, well, you know, it looks pretty good for the most part. I mean, Bowser looks a little weird, but at the time, you know, we didn't really have a representation of Bowser aside from, yeah. from the 8-bit one. But I thought Mario and Luigi looked pretty good. I know there's that meme that you've probably seen online of uh, Toad removing his hat in there <laughs> where he has just the dome under there, like the white dome, which is really weird. But uh, but aside from that, I mean, it's pretty good. Like the like the bosses, they look like they should, like the, the three-headed snake thing from Mario 2, which you mentioned, and Mauser and the... And well, the other turtle thing, I'm not really sure what that is, but those other ones they look pretty good. The bird did too, you know. So kind of. I thought Toad was a little bit insufferable. He like would call the princess babe, and yeah, there's a lot of you know, weird was, like, like dropping like dudes and yeah. There's also like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of weird bad like sex sexist stuff in there. Like especially with Zelda, like oh, Link yeah, is absolutely. like a total piece of shit, which we're gonna get to in a second. But but I mean, it's very much like hey babe, like you know, like uh, it's very weird. I mean. Was the late night eight light eighties? I guess that was okay then, but still, it's like still not okay. I mean, it's, it's weird seeing it kid shows and being yeah. like, Ew, yeah, this might have affected people. Did you find Just it weird that that uh, Princess Toastal's hair is not blonde, or did or was her hair blonde at that time? No, it was red. Yeah, I mean, it was more like that. Like the actual sprite of hers wasn't blonde, right? At least I, I think even in Mario Odyssey, it wasn't blonde when like you turned into like Bowser. Spoilers, the 2D Bowser stuff. Hopefully everybody who listens to this has beat Mario Odyssey and know that. You know, when you possess Bowser and you go into the 2D sprite version, it turns into the peach with the darker hair. So that's mm-hmm. probably the older one. Well, another thing is if you notice, uh, they drew an artistic difference between Mario and Mario 1 and Mario 2 in the series. Mm-hmm. They give him like the little like, I don't know what you call it, the Mickey Mouse eyeballs, the original... Felix cat eyeballs where there's like the black the circle missing. with a little pie slice out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's like an interesting design choice. It's to give it like a classic cartoon look. Which ones are the Mario um, one ones? Are they different ones? Yeah. Okay. Or that's probably earlier in the season, right? Since we were watching yeah. uh, 61, probably like way back in one through whatever. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cause Bowser is more of a, like a, just a fatty and like, yeah. He was wearing a costume in this one because they were in a, a movie parody. Because he was a Nazi, yeah. <laughs> it's basic. I mean, well, that that goes with the theme of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, though. I mean, he's always fighting Nazis, so it goes along with that. Is there anything else you guys want to say? You didn't have to stick that closely to Raiders of the Lost <laughs> Ark. I mean, it's a Nintendo cartoon. I will say what I it thought was, was really cool is like, at it. one point, everybody's fighting... Um, you know, they're at their showdown at the end of the episode, and everybody has whips because. Oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> Luigi that. has a bunch of plumber snakes in his overalls, and they can use those <laughs> as whips. So all, the four heroes have whips. Trouser and snakes. All the enemies have guns, but they're little tiny snakes. Snakes spitting out uh, rocks. Oh yeah, no, I they do. Yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't even put it. So together. I like the attention to detail of like giving everyone whips and guns. Yeah, I didn't even put that together in my mind that they were holding guns that are snakes that are shooting fireballs out of them. That's awesome. Which was especially funny seeing the snake holding a snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I did find that funny, but I didn't even think of them as guns. I thought they just 
because snakes shot fireballs, they were just holding them and shooting them at people, you know? Yeah. For sure. So they basically, yeah, it was everybody. It was like Indiana Jones was everybody, not just Indiana Joe. Do you think, I mean, do you think they had to do the movie parody because they couldn't come up with enough, enough episodes of just Mario saving Toadstool from, from Bowser in the Mushroom Kingdom? Is that why they like kept and going? Why is Indiana Joe faceless? Well, that still isn't explained at all. I don't know if that's a copyright thing. Laziness. If he had a face, then or, uh, he or might get sued. Or a copyright thing where they had yeah. to delete it, yeah. I guess, but it's just a really weird... They're like, nobody will notice. We'll just give him no face. Like, we can't afford... And they don't mention it. They don't say anything about it. It's no. just, he has no face. I don't know. Like, they, we can't afford to have anybody animate his face, so he's just going to be faceless, and we're just not going to say anything about it. We already recorded that, so it's just going to do it. That's probably how they're going to do it. Is there anything else? Well, what? my take on why they did why, why they did uh, um, so many movie parodies on that show, and and they did because I actually had a DVD compilation that was just Mario movie mm-hmm. memories or something like that with yeah. all the movie parodies. Was what they had to work from was so little as far as story from the games. There was mm-hmm. the, oh sure. Remember at the time, of course, it was Mario One, Mario Two, and that's it. And that was I think Mario Land on Game Boy. And none of those really offer any sort of yeah. story or, or anything. So the people who were creating these cartoons had to really make things up pretty much wholesale. So mm. after a couple episodes, I think you're going to go to like, you know, parodies and leaning on other things yeah. like that. Um, so I think that's how that came about. That's why they did the uh, live action thing too with the guests, like to extend yeah, the time. Hey. Anything else yeah. to fill out twenty two minutes. Well yeah, they gotta make that uh they gotta make the time, you know, pretty much. So that's pretty yeah. much how they do it. This is the Triforce of Wisdom Link. The evil wizard Ganon has the Triforce of Power. Whoever gets both Triforces will rule this land forever. You must help me, Link. Hey, for you, Zelda, anything. (laughs) Nice job, hero. Hey, excuse me, princess. I think uh, I think we should move on to Zelda though. If you guys uh, don't have any Zelda, to say. just because we got Zelda a lot coming to... up this Friday is our discussion on Zelda. <laughs> what do you mean, like this when it's no, out? I mean, they would say it on every episode, like, "Oh, take a look at what's happening on Zelda this Friday." Oh, okay, played on Fridays. Yeah, no, they did that actually. Uh, I forgot about that. They did on the Super Mario Super Show that I was watching. Mm-hmm. They said like, "Oh, stay tuned for the stuff that's happening on Friday for Zelda." And then, of course, there's no commercial, so it didn't show it. And then you come back. But yeah, let's talk about the Zelda cartoon. Probably like one of the worst cartoons of all time. I think I remember the most, well, the ver- definitely the worst representation of Zelda and Link. Um, yeah. But I remember watching this with you in particular. And we even like mm-hmm. made a skit for like my old uh, Negative World show about the, about the uh, cartoons at Link. Do you remember that? Where you wrote like an interview for yeah. him that you wanted to do where he's talked against Yeah, well, Bush. actually, I just found it. <laughs> you found it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. give me a second. I can pull it up. Oh sure, we could. <laughs> I remember that interview because there's like a whole. Yeah, you you actually found it. You have it still. That's insane. Yeah, I have it. Wow. Um, I was reorganizing re- reorganizing my files the other day, and I found it. And 
Actually, I, I sent you the logo. Oh, the that old, was what uh, that was. Okay, the, I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah, it was the Negative World logo that I that I did for you. Okay. But I also found this. So, anyway, give me a second. I'll, I'll find it. Go on talking about something else. Well, let's talk about everything that's fucked up in the Zelda cartoon. So, uh, number one. Everything? Everything, yeah. Uh, let's go no, down that's the list. That's all cartoon. Let's go down the list. Uh, number one. <laughs> The the Triforce is missing uh, part of the tribe. The Biforce. It's the Biforce. There's no uh, the Biforce. So there's the courage. The, no, the courage the is Triforce of wisdom and courage that Link has, and yeah. the power Ganon has. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, the there's no wisdom. There's no wisdom. No, there's, yeah, there's no, no wisdom. In no, the there's show. no. That's, that makes sense. Perfect. There's no courage. There's it's no, a world no, without Solomon. Everybody. No, there's no courage. It's a uh, wisdom and it's wisdom and uh, power. It's what it is. Or knowledge oh, and power. Okay. There's there's no courage. So courage is missing. There's only two triforces, which is weird. But uh, the biforce uh, Link it ha- holds his sword with his right hand instead of his left hand. Um, he has brown hair instead of blonde hair. He's also a total piece of shit. Or pink. And tri- oh yeah, well pink wasn't till uh, Link to the Past that wasn't out yet. That's true. But uh, I would man, I know we mentioned this before on the show. Total side note: I would love for them to make an amiibo of pink-haired Link from Link to the Past. I would totally buy the shit out of that. You know, from all the like classic Zelda ones that they did. Uh, I know we mentioned it when it was announced, but just saying that again, Nintendo, if you're listening, make a fucking pink haired link. But, uh, yeah, uh, he, the hair's the wrong color. His sword's in the wrong hand. Uh, total asshole. He's very much like, uh, Jeremy and I, we both did, uh, excuse me, princess count. And, uh, he says that four times in the episode. Yeah, I'm saying at four also. So are you counting the, what he says at the, in the intro also? Or is that bringing it up to five and I missed one? Um, I just counted all the ones that I heard in my head. I kind of started doing it once I heard it three times. I was like, it might have been in the intro. So it might have been in the intro, yeah. Towards you. I remember there was an old website that John sent me where uh, it was called like Please Excuse Me Princess dot com or something. Yeah, I, I, I went <laughs> to that website hoping it would work and it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't. Oh, and it was no. just, it was just yeah, him I saying to, it. Well, excuse me, yeah. Princess dot com. And it was just him saying it over and over and over again until he like never, never. starts like being like, eh, 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 and then like the world explodes. It's awful, just like the show. But the reason that I picked Missing Link—that's the episode that we talk that we'll talk about today—is because uh, Missing Link is the game that we've always wanted from Zelda, where Link becomes incapacitated and Zelda gets to be the hero of the episode. Besides the CDI game. Yeah, besides the CDI game, but that game might have not even been out by now. I put a, I put a thing on Twitter earlier about it, saying that uh, I kind of like the idea of like Zelda like taking over and Link being incapacitated. But then I realized that Spirit Tracks did the exact same thing, but the other way around. It's the same thing. Like I put pictures of both of them where Zelda is the ghost, Link is the ghost. It's the same thing, oh, except yeah. it's reversed. Do you really think that they got their idea from uh, the Zelda cartoon for Spirit Tracks? That's crazy if they did. I mean, I, I hope they did. didn't. I hope they didn't see it. But yeah, but yeah. The original I mean, track was just down the the staircase in the Mario workshop. They're like, that's not enough train track. We have to do over the whole land. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're getting out of there. Uh, I don't either. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the reason that I actually the reason that I remembered this from watching with John was because of the end part where uh, Link and Zelda are about to kiss and Link falls into a hole, and that's it. Like yeah. it's not like, and that's it. Yeah, there's no, no like, way can she lean down and kiss him. No, anyway. he's in a hole yeah, at all because he's in a hole now. Yeah, he that's falls in a hole, it. and that's their, their that's their ending. And they're <laughs> like, ha ha ha, you fell in a hole. I won't kiss you now. 
There's also a really funny. And it's just like, yeah, a really awkward pause on that frame of animation where she's just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> right. She laughs a little too hard, a little too long. And it's enough to make you think, okay, like your friend is in a hole. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Leave him in there. I mean, honestly, when, when Link like became a ghost, she should have stuck him in a fucking jar, like where, where they keep the fairies <laughs> and just kept him in there forever and just became the hero of the story. I mean, she could fire that sword on her own. She didn't need him to fucking tell her. Just saying, she took out all those fucking uh, Stalfos without him. So put him in a fucking bottle. But uh, I don't know if you noticed when Link turned into a ghost and she's trying to like feel for him. She like puts his ha- her hands in his crotch and like moves around a bunch like this. Yes, I noticed. Did you see that, that? for a really long time? She was waving <laughs> yeah. her hand around at his crotch. Yeah, she waves. Boy, her, she wanted that crotch. She waves her hands around to where his dick would be if he was not a ghost <laughs> for a long time. It's pretty hilarious. I'm like, oh, what what are you doing there, princess? What are you looking for? He's like, well, you know, he's not solid. It's fine. <laughs> that was a lot dirtier than I thought it was going to be. Or I didn't expect it to be that dirty. But hey, you know, podcasting. So we did an excuse me, princess uh, count. I also did a kiss request count. This oh, was, yeah, uh, I didn't do that. I'm sure there's like, what, 20? I, I thought it would be straight up just Link asking for kisses. But there's one. The first time when he's a, it happens is he, when he's a ghost, he just moves in for a kiss. Without even asking. Oh yeah, she does she actually. Like, out of the way. She does actually try to kiss him when he's a ghost, and she's like, "Oh well." Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the first kiss request I thought would be him asking, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Dude just straight up like tries to kiss her because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a ghost and he thinks he can get away with it. Yeah, you know, haha, funny. But uh, so he asks her t- once after that, then he asks again, and that's when the third time is when she does the fake kiss with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, female abuse in this episode. Uh, very uh, very much like, I don't know why she's hanging out with Link if he's just constantly trying to kiss her all the time. I mean, and then, what is there? Yeah, then the next time he doesn't really ask, but he just says, oh, well, then when this happens, you're going to kiss me later, right? And she's just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, then the last time is when she uh, kisses him and he falls into the hole. I always so I've got five, five requests. One which is uh, non-consensual, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think about like Zelda's outfit? Like she, uh, I always thought it was interesting that she's not wearing a dress or anything. She's actually wearing like a very capable outfit, you know, where she can fight people with or whatever. Like with her, like pants, uh, her I think pants they really thing. paint Link as the doofus of the story. Like he's usually just fucking up, like Inspector Gadget does. Like mm-hmm. she's kind of the penny to his Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Where she's always saving him, even though he always yeah. wants to wants her to believe that he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Ganon? I think they were they were trying to make her like like a strong female character. That they, they did a pretty good job, you know, putting her in the pants, giving her an outfit that she could actually like fight in and move around in and everything. But I noticed in the episode that we watched that the strength was kind of like undercut when he said, "Oh, you you throw like a girl or something like yeah, that." Yeah, she yeah, says, he "I am that. a girl." Yeah, you're you're swinging that sword like a girl. Swing that sword like a girl, and she said, "I am a girl," and it was kind of like left at that. Mm-hmm. Without really like, you know, I think uh, if it were made today, there would be some kind of lesson there that was missing in this old episode from thirty years ago. Yeah, I would hope. I don't know. I mean, the way things yeah. are going nowadays, it might that might not be there. But uh, I mean, you would hope it would, it would be nice for yeah. uh, them to be like, "Hey, uh, don't be a dick." Well, I remember one uh, Super Bowl a while back. They did a whole commercial about like the whole like a girl thing, where it's like. It was all about that. Like, oh, you know, right. that's yeah. a dumb yeah. thing to say. And, you know, I mean, who was girls it? can Pop throw better than you. Like, I wouldn't be offended if someone told me I was like a girl or whatever, because that's not something to be 
ashamed of or, or yeah or it was like I, if i dress like a woman and someone makes fun of me i won't i don't know it was something along those lines where you you shouldn't be ashamed if you're compared to a woman is, is yeah. essentially what he was saying it sounds like something he would say Iggy pop says but, all yeah, sorts of things <laughs> yeah but pretty much right after that uh when he tells her he swings the sword she swings the sword like a girl um she's fighting four stalfos she kills three of them and there's one more that comes up behind her and grabs her. And Link just stands there with his hands on his hips and just watches her. Or, like, his hands behind his back and just kind of stands there and Oh, watches. yeah, the one that, like, uh, puts like, her in the headlock. Or the, the yeah, bag. and she's yeah. just like, what the hell are you doing, Link? She doesn't mm. say that. But, like, why are you just standing there watching me, like, held by this Stalfos? And mm. he's just like, he's like, I like hold it. on a second. <laughs> right. And th- then he goes around the back and spooks the undead skeleton. Yeah, that somehow. part was kind of funny because, like, because they establish, well, they establish earlier there's a fairy that comes up to Link, and the fairy can't see Link. So they're like, oh, so Zelda's the only one that can see, like, Ghost Link. But then later, Stalfos can. So it's kind of like, I thought that was kind of funny, because they didn't establish yeah. that, like, anybody else could see him other than her. But then he could, or he could hear him even, you know? Because, like, the fairy couldn't hear Link either. So, but he, like, scares him, and he's like, oh, and then he gets shot. But I mean, I but, yeah, but yeah, so that's what they that's what they end up doing and dispatch that last skeleton is uh, the skeleton is to to scare it, and then when it's running away, Zelda shoots it in the back. Shoot it in the back. Not the most uh, dignified moment in the show, but it worked. But I wanted to point that out that I thought was kind of interesting. Link just like kind of stood there. You know, this is very lighthearted. It's a child. It's a children's show, but yeah, but still, I mean, it's still kind of like overanalyzing not it. Great. I was yeah. watching it for the show. Now, uh, I didn't ask this about the first one, but did you guys? Well, I know Jeremy said that you did that you had recorded it, but did you guys actually watch this like in your youth when you were a kid? I did because I never yeah. really did. Like, I, I don't, I didn't see really see any of it until I watched it with you later, John. Because I don't remember watching it as a kid. I was more of a He-Man Transformers guy. I got excited like, I for Fridays because that's when Zola played. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would watch it. I remember it came on at like 3.30, just after school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely remember the the Zelda ads and feeling like, oh, Fridays are special because Zelda is on. Oh, okay. That's how it works. And the show like yeah. the show was on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? Like four days a week? Yeah. Four days a week? Yeah. And so it was, just in case we weren't clear, it was um, the Super Mario Bros. The Super Show. And then every Friday... They would do the live action of okay. Mario, but the cartoon would be Zelda. Okay, yeah, yeah. because there's only uh, there's only thirteen Zelda episodes total versus only the, versus yeah. sixty five of um, Super Mario Super Show. So, so yeah, yeah that's yeah. what's going on with that. But yeah, I never really. I mean, when I was younger, like I wasn't really into like Mario or, or Zelda. You know, I played crappy games. Well, I played like Batman, mm. but Batman's not a crappy game, but. But I played mostly like licensed games and anticipation and stuff like that. So I didn't really, uh, and, and, and I played like Mario with my sisters, but they were mean. Like that I would pause like when I was jumping and kill me because I was second player and all that. So I wasn't really a huge fan of Mario until, uh, later. So I wasn't, later on. yeah, so I wasn't really into it in the NES times, but I don't really, I mean, I remember the serial vaguely and I don't know if I ever actually got it because I wasn't really into those games. You know, I was more into like, like He-Man, you know, He-Man and, uh, <laughs> Transformers and, turtles later you know stuff like stuff like that so it was kind of more and like peewee's playhouse like that like that stuff it was was what i was really into but uh so yeah, kind of missed i was into mario and stuff from the beginning so i watched all mm-hmm. the cartoons and yeah yeah i do remember watching i mean i remember watching i remember seeing um, the wizard in the theater but that was you know, after 
You got one up on me. I did not see the Wizard in the theater. I mean, actually, that was around the same time. They're yeah. both they're both eighty nine. So so I don't know. But uh, what else? Uh, what else do you guys want to say about about Zelda? I found the script, but it's in final draft format. Do you have final draft? I can send it to you. Oh, no. Is it really in final draft? I felt like you... Oh, it, it's on a disc. It's not like you don't have a physical copy. No, I, I have it on my Google Drive. I transferred all my files to Google mm. Drive. So, But it's, oh. it's on there. I can... I can got a way to get it but i can't do it right now oh that's fine well that's uh that's an appetizer for a future episode we'll do that future uh, episode yeah we'll do that you know probably not next week because uh john will be out uh out fighting monsters in disneyland so uh disney world <laughs> so he won't mm-hmm. be here but you have to fight those animatronic people they'll come after you but i uh, think one thing right. worth noting with the zelda episodes before we're done is that uh everything goes into the evil jar so if something dies in the zelda cartoon universe even mm-hmm. if it's link or zelda they get transported to the evil jar in Zan- Ganon's uh, throne room so that's why like as link is link and zelda are going through and fighting and they're killing the different enemies they're like getting transported to the evil jar where link's body is mm-hmm. and uh so at one point when link's spirit finally gets to the jar zelda's like providing a distraction and link repossesses his body just as he does there's a skeleton standing over him saying, ooh, nice hat. Like, he just noticed Link was wearing a hat finally. <laughs> nice hat. <laughs> and he reaches down to grab his hat, and Link wakes up, and it totally looks like Link just totally grabs his boobs. I know he's a skeleton, <laughs> he doesn't have boobs, but it totally looks like Link just, like, Grabs totally his ribcage. Something was going on with these animators in this episode. And, and he know. says, and he says, quote, give me a bone, bonehead. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a really long, like nice. awkward, like that would be my line of the probably show. Probably like 15 seconds of them standing there and kind of looking at each other, mm. and then nothing even happens. Like for some reason, the uh, the jar breaks. A bunch of pink stuff comes out of it, which I assume is sand or whatever, kills everybody or washes everyone away except for the four people that are restraining Zelda, mm. and just makes it really easy to end the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but right after that awkward, like, give me a bone, bonehead. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with you. Well, that that's from Army of Darkness, but <laughs> it doesn't. But as me Vel- that. but as <laughs> Ganon's being washed away, he says, "I'm gonna get you for this link. I'll get you. You know, I'll get it's you that my pretty. classic. Like, they just let the enemy get away at the end because they have to be able to have the next episode. I, I did you didn't some, get me for the last ten things. Yeah, I, I did some research on the uh, guy who did the voice of. Uh, of Ganon, actually, he did a ton of shit. Like he was in, um, he was on like the X Men cartoon, and uh, he did like he was like a had like a million of uh, voice credit, voice actor credits. So I thought that was pretty rad. He was on like Alf. He was on a bunch of the animated Alf stuff, which I thought was hilarious. But yeah, but yeah, he was big. Uh, he did, he did a lot of fucking shit. There is one point where they zoom in on Ganon's face, and he just kind of like does this laugh, and I'm like, why did they even bother with that scene? Like, was that one person's job to animate that scene? Because, like, the animation's really weird, and, like, it looks like they were trying to make it look super detailed, but it's just weird. And I'll, I might throw a clip of it on the preview that I do for this episode. I put a bunch of stars by it because that scene was strange. Yeah, it was uh, Len Carlson was the uh, voice of uh, the voice of Ganon, but he, like, he did, like, Street Fighter. Len Carlson. He did Street Fighter Three, The Third Strike show. He did. He did a lot of video game shit. Uh, X Men, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. He was on. Uh, he was on the Beetlejuice series. Did thirty two episodes of uh, the Beetlejuice cartoon. He was, uh, was a good show. Swamp Thing as well. 
Just saying, he he has a badass. Uh, he was also oh, he also played Ganon, uh, Captain N, of course. Police Academy, the series, Commander Harris, <laughs> Alf, cops. Was he in Ghostbusters? He was in cops. Real Ghostbusters. Uh, Garbage Pail Kids, RoboCop, uh, Dinosaurs, Hello Kitty's Furry Tail Theater. He was in like fucking everything. He, he has a well. He has he has seventy credits. I guess that's not that much, but some of them. But some of those credits are like fifty episodes. So if they multiply it by like every episode he was in, it's probably like three hundred credits. But it was just cool to see that he was in all this other shit. So he was a fairly well known voice actor. I forget when Gannon showed up in Captain N. Was he like the same design and everything? Do you remember? I don't know. He was actually also in that really bad CGI Donkey Kong Country show. From 1997 to 2000. Oh, wow. Crystal Coconut? Uh, He played uh, Crusha and and Critter from the Donkey Kong Country episode. He was in in, uh, four episodes, season one and season two. I don't know. There was a whole show of it. I never watched. I remember you saw some of it or you bought it for cheap or something, Jeremy, but I didn't see any of it, thankfully. But uh, is there anything else you guys want to say before we move on to Captain N? No. That's about it. About Zelda? (laughs) Other than excuse me. Other than I, at least the soundtrack was great. To Zelda? Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Another thing I'd like to say is, excuse me! Maybe do that like five more times. No, that's enough. We, we, got, no. we got our count for the, for the episode. Wait, so, did I mention that? Well, excuse me! Well, no, no, no. no. There was one point where Link's like, um, I thought it was like maybe a reference to Lord of the Flies where he's like, excuse me, princess! <laughs> was it? <laughs> it was a reference to nothing. When my father disappeared and Mother Brain tried to take over Video Land, her only hope lay in an ancient prophecy that a great warrior from another world would come to our rescue. I admit, I was a bit skeptical when Kevin showed up, but now I don't know how we'd ever get along without him. Anyway, so let's go to what's probably the worst episode out of all of them, I think, or the first show out, uh, worst show out out of all of them, or just the most like what the fuck show, Captain N, the Game Master, which this was a show that I definitely saw nothing of, and actually really hated when John showed it to me, mostly because of its <laughs> awful representation of Mother Brain from Metroid. That really pissed me off because uh, I love I love Metroid and Mother Brain is just like so wrong in this show. Like, you didn't uh, like the Feed Me Seymour actor? Yeah, what the fuck, man? That, yeah, <laughs> that is it's the like, same actor, right? Is it the same actor using the same voice? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. That's why I've got written in my notes. Like, is that the same actor? Yeah, it's like is a, that Audrey too? It's like a it's it's like a drag queen, uh, uh, Fat Albert sort of uh, voice on there. Like, I don't I don't know. It's strange. It, the the face is very weird. Doesn't look like a brain yeah. at all. Um, Mother Brain was probably the strangest choice they could have made for a villain out of all the Nintendo villains. They're all really. weird. Like her whole fucking team is weird. So we got. So let's go down the line here. We got Mother Brain looking nothing like Mother Brain with a face. Looking more like a snot, like a, a yeah, snot. yeah, looking like some weird, yeah. some weird like stretched out snot. We also got fucking Blue King Hippo. With like the He's scariest, blue with giant nipples. Yeah, with the scariest tits ever. Like his big old milk dud nips. His nipples, his, <laughs> <laughs> his nipples are like almost half the size of his tits. It's it's insane. And he has a really like weird like. He has a weird nose like under his lip too. Like, did you see that? That didn't make any sense either. Yeah, I was a. Oh. 
And Jess and I were talking about it when we were watching it, and I was like, uh, do you think this was some sort of weird, like, censorship thing? Like, you can't have a naked, you can't have, like, a half-naked guy unless he's a different color type of thing. You know, like, like Evil Dead 2, like, the R version, like, has blood in different colors, like, that type of thing. I was wondering if it's, like, if you make him blue, then it's okay Maybe, to have, but... like, a shirtless person on there because he's not, like, a human. He's, like, a shirtless alien because he's blue-skinned. I don't know. I thought maybe that was a weird... Could be. Thing. I don't know, but then you look at some of the other design choices for the characters, and you just think, all right, these people played the games maybe for 10 minutes and then if went even. off and made a cartoon about it. <laughs> if even, so, right? I, I think they made him blue because hippo. And because hippos are figured, blue? Yeah. He's a hippo. <laughs> I don't feel like they also gave him whole, teeth. They gave him fangs. You notice that, right? What? They gave him fangs? They gave him fangs. They gave him, like, sharp teeth. Yeah, he looks really weird. So they were trying to make him, like, an actual hippo okay. man mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just going on you know like hippos the already well illustrated figure in from the game yeah that's such so, hypocrisy yeah hippo but um <laughs> but eggplant yeah. wizard looks okay from kid he Icarus. Looks good he's probably the best looking of the team i think but it's mm-hmm. a very strange team but i mean yeah so what is the origin story of captain n he like so pl- yeah we should say he, he was playing uh, he's they, playing they a game with the nes advantage episode he was, he play- was playing punch out he was playing against he king hippo fighting king hippo and he had the nes yeah. advantage the joystick thing there uh-huh. i saw him rocking that mm-hmm. and uh His there's dog was hanging near him yeah there's a live action intro of him playing the game and him and his uh handkerchief dog get pulled into the tv but the other mm-hmm. the girl that's there she's not She's not from his universe. Is she from a game or? I didn't she's not from her. any game. She's like the generic, whatever princess. Princess. princess yeah. What was her name again? I don't remember. I don't uh, remember her name. Princess Lana. Lana or something. Yeah, Princess Lana. Yeah, yeah. She like imagine um, like Princess Toadstool, but in a skimpier outfit. Like the, that's about like it. Tishi had to do eighties uh, dance exercise, whatever they call that. Jazzercise? Yeah. yeah. Aerobics. <laughs> Jazzercising. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, so that's the premise. He gets sucked into video land because he's the game master. I guess he was the best Nintendo player. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But then he joins Nintendo up with the team. Probably. So he's captain in. He joins up with the team that includes uh, Kid Icarus, not, Mega Man. Not Pitt. No, Simon, Pitt. <laughs> Simon Belmont. Yeah, the worst Simon Belmont ever. It, like, wearing, like, a... Yeah, he has like the furry collar, and he's bronze, and he has a giant chin. He's a total d bag. Like super Macho thing. Man from Super Punch Out with. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, you're right. He totally <laughs> looks like Super yeah. Macho Man. <laughs> but he's and like, then in, I'm like, you can't slay Dracula like maybe that. Combined like, who with, are you? Yeah, Egon from Ghostbusters. He's like, you're you're definitely not a vampire slayer oh. or a vampire killer, even. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the character that was added in the episode that we're going to talk about today, Game Boy. Was yeah. the final member of the team. Yeah, we we a watched giant sentient Game Boy. Yeah, so we watched a uh, Game Boy, another episode I remember watching with John, the Game Boy episode, and uh, we, weirdly enough, uh, Captain N, the Game Master, had two seasons, had two full seasons, and mm-hmm. Game Boy was the first episode of the second season. So, what the fuck? People actually cared about this show, but and they even go into Burger Time for no reason in this episode, which that was kind of weird. Like, they just end up in the Burger Time game, getting chased by yep, Eggplant sure. Wizard and all that. Yeah, and, like, a, and a Simon's wearing, like, an egg suit. Like, he's, like, he looks like a fried egg. Like, you know. He looks in his vanity mirror and says, oh, no, I've got egg on my face. He is egg. Egg is his face and everything. 
Yeah, and, he was uh, uh, Mega Man is a pickle because he's green. Yeah, Mega Man's green. Uh, he doesn't have. I don't see a Mega Buster on there either, right? Does he ever shoot? He doesn't have a handgun. I mean, he doesn't have like his. No, he's got regular hands. Yeah, which is weird. He doesn't have the hand cannon, which is just goes completely against everything that is Mega Man. And he's like an angry old man, yeah. also, which is which he's is like strange. two feet tall, and he and, and he's like, hey, talks let's like fight. He's like got like one of those throat things, like you smoke too many cigarettes. Tra- tracheotomy, <laughs> and he puts mega before random things. He's like, mega, we're in a lot of mega trouble. Yeah, a uh, pit. He's like, says I says Icarus after everything. Yeah, like, I get check. I get a check every time Maximus. I say Mega Man. And yeah, he'll say uh, Princess. What do you say? Uh, your Highness instead of your Highness. Oh, I- Icarus does. I would love to yeah. see like a joke. A video of it somewhere, of a, like an animation of like Mega Man being like, a, or Kid Icarus just talking about like getting money every time they say whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, they uh, they pay me the extra money for saying Mega on everything. That's why I keep doing it. You know, I'm too I'm too old to fight Doctor Wily. Oh yeah, Doctor Wily's one of the villains too. Forgot he's in mm-hmm. there too, and you don't really see him until towards the end. But he's yeah, he's Mother he's Brain's totally right hand doctor. He's yeah. got a thick German accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as uh, oh, what I ever thought Wiley would sound like, I guess. Yeah, it's a w- really weird ragtag uh, like team doctor? there. <laughs> you didn't think Dr. Wiley was a Nazi when you were playing the game? <laughs> I mean, I never did. But well, yeah. I think of, of the bunch, Captain N was my, probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah, you're, just you, because you bring out a lot of references to Captain N, or you have in, in past yeah. episodes. So yeah. He was my favorite, just because just the, you gotta, there was a sense that anything goes. You never knew what game they were going to talk about, what game they were going to bring bring up and uh, bring to life. Um, so it was very exciting, especially because at that time, games just didn't have, as I kind of said before, games just didn't have a whole lot of backstory. Um, and the best you could go off was the pixels that you saw on the screen, or maybe yeah, except for uh, like little story in the instruction book. Except for that like Mega it. Man and Castlevania, both had backstories in the in the intros, but you know, whatever. We just throw that to the side, throw it to the wind, whatever. Well, like one thing that we didn't mention, it's towards the the beginning of the episode, but uh, yeah, they're fighting, um, they're fighting the eggplant wizard and uh, King Hippo, and eggplant wizard shooting ears of corn at them, and they turn that into popcorn. Yeah, somehow they use that to defeat the enemy by. Filling their engine with popcorn. Wasn't there a part where like food was getting kicked out of uh, Eggplant Wizard? Also, like there's a part where yeah, he's like he gets hit. That's the constant throughout the show. Anytime okay. he gets hit, vegetables fly out of him. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was weird. I remember seeing that, and I'm like, "What's going on there? I don't know what's up. What's up with that? <laughs> what is they that?" They use his vegetable ability as like ammunition. Also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Captain N is a very strange game or very strange show about games. I was trying. I would to... like to see somebody make a Captain N video game. Oh, I bet you would. <laughs> you would love. I don't think anybody has any love for it. I mean, you can find all of these epi- all these shows and episodes on YouTube, and when you see shit on YouTube for free that you can watch everything, nobody gives a shit. Like nobody gives a shit about that show. If they did, <laughs> they would put out a fucking copyright thing and take it off of there. But. People give no shits about Super Mario Super Show, Zelda, or uh, or fucking Captain N. So it's obviously Nintendo's not thinking about making a game about that guy. They probably don't even fucking know who he is or even care, you know, like what he was at the time, you know. They're like, Captain N, fuck that dude. I was trying to figure out, like, I was like, I wonder how many Mega, Man's, Mega Men had been out by that time. So by the time Captain N was out, 
Mega Man 2 were definitely out, maybe Mega Man 3. So by that time, I think there was a pretty well-established lore to Mega Man that they could probably pull from. But but I don't think they really tried to at all. I think they're like, let's just get the people sort of looking like them. Not even the and same color on green, Mega Man. He was Grass Man. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that would. Man or whatever I don't think they even know like the different. I mean, I haven't seen enough Captain N to know. Like, did any of the other robots appear in there? Like, was a Lek Man in there or Woodman or anything like that? Like, did they ever see them? Did Doctor Wally ever bring any of his robots in? Actually, Shovel Knight's in there at one point. <laughs> yeah, right. It was way, way <laughs> ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, he was in fucking ukulele. He could be in anything. So, yeah, Captain N, uh, for some reason, Game Boy shows up to represent the uh, king or something like that, right? And he gets turned He's the in- most powerful computer in the uh, video game world. Yeah. And he has arms, which is super weird. But he gets roided out at some point, and he becomes like this thinner version, this thinner, longer version of Game Boy. When he well, gets, he starts uh, out as being like a troublemaker and like ruins everything. Because doesn't he get like a uh, Frankenstein by the bad guys? They like hook him up to a table or something like that, and he becomes well. That's after the fact, but when he first yeah. shows up, the king sends him in his stead because he's like they're trying to rescue the king, the princess's dad, and the the king is like, I'd rather send Game Boy. He's been like a son to me. He's portable. <laughs> yeah, so they he's send important. the Game Boy instead of sending the king back. Which probably messes up the plot for the whole first season, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they send Game Boy instead, and then yeah, antics. King ensue. doesn't think to mention in that message that oh, it's like a giant robot thing, not an actual person. And then they're surprised. Oh, he's mm-hmm. like a machine. Uh-huh. You think he, that you would mention that he is the machine? Yeah, Game Boy. And what was it? Uh, the King doesn't he refer to Game Boy? He says like he's like my son, or like he's like the yeah, son yeah, I never does. had. And I'm like, isn't that your daughter there? Like you're saying this like in front of her. It's like uh, <laughs> he's like this is the kid I really wanted. This Game Boy that I have here, like her, yeah. I don't care about her. But this Game Boy, real kid. He's like a son to her, or a son to him. So yeah, she when the Game Boy shows up, she's ready to welcome her new baby brother. Yeah, yeah, right. But it's a yeah. A lot of the the show was pretty ridiculous. Like we were saying earlier, there's a there's a song in there. They do like the Monster Mash parody. Like after um, was that before? It's called Do the Freak? Is <laughs> yeah. So they it's and totally I, unique. Yeah, <laughs> and they do that. <laughs> they do that in like every episode. There's always a different song. Because I was looking, there's like a Frankenstein one where uh, where they do uh, weird science, like a, a version of weird science of Boingo Boingo, which is cool. And um, there was actually, when I was looking through the episodes, apparently there's an episode where Simon gets hit in the head and he wakes up thinking he's Donkey Kong. Like, that's got to be a ridiculously bad episode. Yeah. yeah. With Simon Belmont. But yikes. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't really, I don't really have a whole lot to say about Captain N. I mean, I think that's it's a ridiculous. That just reminded me, Donkey Kong was kind of like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man of Captain N. So he was giant? Where they used him sparingly but when they used him it was like whoa and he's like gigantic mm. and like uh he was like the the cool character that would show up every once in a while when he showed up it was special yeah it's like uh it just popped in there i was trying to think of something like harmless and then yeah. donkey kong showed up <laughs> you know kid, yeah, yeah. kid camp and all that yeah. yeah yeah captain n's a strange one i mean it's uh I don't know. What do you guys have to say about it? I feel like I've said everything that I can say about Captain N. <laughs> I think the episode ends weird. You know, obviously they go and they rescue Game Boy from Mother Brain, and it's very similar to the Mario episode we just talked about, where at the or the Zelda episode we just talked yeah. about, where at the end, like by destroying the 
the lair, they're also like sending the enemies away to be free. Mm-hmm. So Mother Brain like spins away into like a, a portal screaming, I'll get you next time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to, to set it up for the next episode. Yeah. But like the very end of the episode, like Simon, Simon Belmont is finally accepted the Game Boy and says, oh, we're like brothers or whatever. And he gives him a hat and the Game Boy kind of laughs, but there's no sound. Oh, yeah. No, he gives him that too. weird. It's weird. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> he gives him the weird hat. And it's like, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, the episode ends with the Game Boy laughing silently. It's almost sinister if you want to look at it. Yeah, the Game Boy, yeah. does, the Game Boy does look kind of sinister the way he laughs at you. And his arms are so fucked up. I know I've said that before, but they're so strange where they just come out and they're just like, I don't know. But yeah, Captain N. Is there anything else you guys want to say about Captain N? I like it. If you haven't seen it, give it a try. It's it's Um, all on you. You want to see just like a whole bunch of random Nintendo games thrown together and strange interpretations of Nintendo games. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, 1990. It was uh, Captain N started in 1990, so it was a later one. But yeah, Captain off a lot of the peripherals. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, yeah, push that game away. he had his magic uh, controller on his belt buckle, which mm-hmm. ever since then I've wanted a real Nintendo belt buckle. Well, Jeremy, oh, yeah, like Jeremy made one, but like a real, no real one with the buttons actually oh, working. Okay. Oh. That can make me jump like twenty feet, just like Captain N. Oh, well, Jeremy made one. I remember that he put a little hook on there and made one. How? Yeah, I the... jumped really high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you hit that A button a bunch, and you jumped all. The That's why I, I broke all my legs. Back in seven, when you were landing, you were trying to land. <laughs> you broke everything on the way down. Yeah, Captain N. Like, if you're t- totally interested in it from listening to us, uh, you like I said, you can find all these episodes on YouTube for completely free. So you can just watch all of this and sit back, watch two seasons of fucking Captain N, and wonder what the hell happened after that. You'll probably wonder what what the reality of games is after you see that. You'd be like, man, I thought those Castlevania games were serious, but no, they're not. <laughs> fucking bronzed ass Simon. Didn't even know. But yeah, if, if you guys uh, if you said enough about Captain N, I think we should wrap it up because we're getting kind of long on the episode here. But uh, this sure. is this has been Nintendo Made Podcast. You know, we're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jeremy Mikowski. John Litter. And you know, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com or you can find us at YouTube.com slash ThingMater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. Listen to those Labo songs I put on there. Like, people are really digging them. Definitely check out that complete one. It's pretty funny. And the uh, the car one's awesome, too. Um, and you can also catch me on Twitch uh, streaming. I stream, like, every Thursday and Sunday. I'm going to try to start streaming on Wednesdays, too, now. Probably in exchange for Sunday, but I don't know. But uh, this Friday night, after you hear this, you can catch me and Jeremy doing some Splatoon Splatfest. So that'll be fun. We'll get to fight for the goodness of destroying Leonardo. It'll be fun. So, yeah, check that out. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Podcast. You can also email us if you want to talk to us about how much you love Captain N or... How much we, uh, you know, didn't see the side of Link and how he's really right in the equation of his abusiveness towards Zelda. You can send us an email at nintendomainpodcast at gmail dot com and just let us know all about that. But uh, you know, if you if you download, you can download this podcast from any sort of podcast app, of course, and uh, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, we love we love seeing that stuff. You know, let us know that you like the show and all that. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya. Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. You got it. It's the Mario. Do the
the Mario. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. Come on now, just like that. 